to episode 448 of the PlayStation Nation podcast. A little late this week, but we needed our rest. So uh, the after Extra Life show that we usually record at Josh's, uh, we didn't get done this time because, quite frankly, I did start driving home. But uh, we've got a few things to talk about. New releases coming up this week, news items around PS Nation, uh, and then we're going to kind of do the what we're playing slash Extra Life thing. But first, hi, Josh. Hello. How you doing? Mm, falling asleep every night around 8.30, 9 o'clock. <laughs> while Mason has me trying to play Lego Dimensions, so... Yeah. Yeah, Amazon um, had a big sale, so we got a hold of it pretty cheap. Yeah. So I'll be sitting there. We'll be in a level. And then I'll just start to fall asleep on the couch. Like I was doing the last two hours of Extra Life? <laughs> And then Mason will turn to me and he'll go, Daddy, can you get that? And I'm like, huh, what? Yeah, get that. Yeah, all right. Yeah, all right. I got it. It's absurd. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when I got home uh, from driving all the way back, I got I got back to Rock's house at like 3 o'clock in the afternoon. And I was actually doing all right. You know, I stopped. I thought I was going to stop in Pennsylvania and, you know, just take a nap at one of the rest areas. But I ended up like not on purpose, but ended up taking a nap at your place when you went to get the family Sunday. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So by the time I got up, I had the car packed already and everything else. I flew right through Pennsylvania, which is 300 and I think 30 miles and finally got to Ohio. I'm like, all right, I got to take a nap before the sun comes out. So crashed for a couple hours in the car and yeah, it was a pretty good drive home. It wasn't bad at all. Hmm. Except all the deer I saw in Pennsylvania. Holy shit. I thought we had a lot of deer in Wisconsin. I probably counted, I'd say, 12 dead deer in just an hour in Pennsylvania. Hmm. It was insane. Saw three live ones, almost hit one. That was fun. Um, but yeah, it was, oh, God, that was scary. If I wasn't awake before, I was awake after that. So, all right, well, we'll talk Extra Life a little bit later. But uh, oh, I, didn't put the, uh, I didn't put the regular stuff on here, so now I'm going to have to do it from memory. So if you want to reach us, there's a few different ways you can do that. You can either go over to psnation.com, which is, of course, the epicenter of all things PlayStation Nation. Uh, And on the left side of the front page, you'll see our Contact Us section where you can just hit a button and and fill in a form to contact us. You can send us an email at podcast at psnation.com. You can leave us a voicemail at wdt-torgo on Skype. Uh, You can uh, find us on PSN. Our PSN names are there. Our Twitter names are there. All kinds of cool stuff, and that's all in that contact us section. Uh, or you can talk to us on our forums. Just go to psnation.com slash forums and uh, talk to us that way. We're pretty active there. Uh, you can also find us on the Facebooks at uh, facebook.com slash page. And uh, don't forget our awesome podcast network over at vgevo.com. Uh, you can find us on Twitter. You can find Josh at pjfjosh. You can find me at torgopsn. And you can find our main account at PS Nation. Although I did put a vote up today. Because that Twitter's got that new voting system. What? I said, does Glenn have to take this account back over? So far, it's it's a pretty uh, pretty positive number in terms of me taking that account back over as my own. It's like 68% for yes. Over 100 okay. votes. But that's not something we have to abide by. I'm just. I'm. I was actually just curious. I was kind of bored about things today. 
because I was doing a lot of uh, hurry up and wait today at work. <laughs> mm. So, but that little that voting thing is pretty interesting how Twitter does it. Mm. So, if you haven't voted yet, you still have time. I don't know by the time I put this out, you will, but what the hell. Uh, I think that's it. Oh, and also, obviously, if you want to help us out, help us pay our bills, like our web uh, web server fees, which we're probably going to be upgrading pretty early uh, uh, in 2016 to a bigger server. Uh, we've been actually hitting our server pretty hard. We went over our bandwidth limit last month, and so we had to pay extra this month for that, and uh, you know, all kinds of stuff. Like my travel expenses out for Extra Life, our shipping expenses for Extra Life, which we've got some pretty big prizes to send out this year, uh, the Rock Band 4 and you know all those bigger ones, uh, the Logitech steering wheel, which uh, Josh can attest to is pretty heavy. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> Thing's a beast. Um, so if you want to help us out like that, you know, a lot of other podcasts and websites and everything else have all these Patreons. Uh, that, that's not our style, though. So what we do is we set up all these affiliate links with all these different websites like Amazon, Best Buy, Walmart.com, uh, GameStop, uh, all kinds of different sites. So all you have to do is go over to our website uh, and hit the affiliate link section on the front page there. And all you have to do is when you want to go shopping at one of these stores like Amazon, instead of just typing in Amazon.com, click our link or even better, click that link and then bookmark it as your Amazon link. And just hit that when you're going to do any shopping. Whatever you buy, the prices don't change. Your experience doesn't change. But we we get a little piece of the action, uh, and that helps us pay our bills. So that's all we ask. And uh, the cool thing is you're probably going to go shopping there anyway. This way we get a little little help as well. So it, it, it definitely does help out more than you guys know. Yeah, remember these on Black Friday, people. Oh, my God, please. Yes, please. And uh, if you're using the Amazon app on mobile devices... Uh, there's no way to click the link in the app. So what we found out works is you can go to the app and you can put everything on your wish list or put it in your cart even. Then go to like your web browser on your phone, do whatever, like any type of web browser, go to our link and then go to your che- uh, go to checkout and that all counts. So there is a way to do that. It's just within the app itself, there's no way to like embed that link or anything. So... That's how I do it. I don't use the app, though. I just use the mobile browser. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, the releases. Well, we're... It's a lot of... Uh, yeah, there's a couple. Yeah. Um, so, for the PS4, uh, we have Game of Thrones, a Telltale Games series for twenty nine ninety nine. With all but the last episode on the desk. Yeah, I've discussed this at length. Yes, um, we have. I'm not going to go into it again, except to say, just to remind everybody, this is only the first five episodes on the disc. The sixth and final episode you have to download. Yeah. So. If you don't have internet for don't whatever buy reason. It. <laughs> don't buy it. Don't yeah. d- Don't validate this as, uh, as a distribution option, because this is bullshit. You know, somebody actually just put a thread up today on NeoGAF about... <clears throat> how are Telltale still getting away with putting these games out with so many bugs and mm. the stuff we've talked about? So it's not just us that are noticing it. Well, did they link to uh, our article I didn't, on our site? <laughs> I didn't look at the, uh, the, the, the the thread. I just saw it come through because NeoGAF has a thing whenever there's a new thread put up, yeah. they, uh, it tweets it. Yeah. Yeah, so I saw that. Well, all right. Um, so off of that. Um, yeah. Next up is Kung Fu Panda. Wow. Very, you know, relevant, I guess. Uh, showdown of Legendary Legends. 
Well, there's a there's a new Kung Fu Panda movie coming out. When? Soon, because they had the uh, they better had the big lobby week. thing at the theater where we saw Spectre. Yeah, but yeah. better be next week or something. Maybe it is know. coming out next week. I don't know. Uh, so if you pre-order it at Amazon, you have the Amazon exclusive pre-order uh, of. A legendary DLC pack worth seven dollars at launch. Ooh, yeah. Uh, two special characters plus one environment. More details will be announced shortly. Ooh, excitement! Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's <laughs> that's that. Uh, then next up, we have the crew. Wild Run Edition. Wild Run Edition? Shouldn't it be Run Wild Edition? No, it's Wild Run Edition. Why would it be Run Wild Edition? I don't know. Because that's <laughs> a phrase that people use the more than Wild Run. Run. Wild. Yeah. <laughs> that's more of a WWE thing, though, isn't it? I expect, I like, I expect like good old that. JR to be saying that. He's running wild! So this is thirty nine ninety nine. It is the game with new extreme vehicles, uh-huh. unstoppable monster trucks. You can't stop them. Can't stop it. Don't even try. Uh, you can only hope to contain it. Agile motorcycles as opposed to the, what, I guess three-wheelers or something? <laughs> um, Those Bombardier uh, Can-Ams now that yeah have the three wheels and... Roaring dragsters. Dragsters. And... And not just drift cars, evasive drift cars. Why would you want a dragster in that game when you have to go around corners? Who knows? That's silly. Um, update, full game updated, enhanced graphics, revamped locations, a new, well, there you go, revamped locations, a new weather system added for new driving challenges. Uh, visit iconic U.S. locations every week to compete in wild stunt and racing competitions, solo or in co-op. Yeah. Mm. Uh, four PvP modes, 20 more missions, and more wild run content to come. Free updates, uh, free updated content is mm. their plan, so. Yay? Um, I The game never really did it for me. I played the beta mm. a lot, and... Just the whole format of it just didn't really do it for me. Well, yeah, that is what's coming. Uh, then we have Deadpool for forty nine ninety nine. Which did any of us even know this was coming? No, but it's Activision throwing it out there. I'm guessing it's going to be kind of like the what was that other one that oh the ah uh, that open world. Infamous ripoff. Oh, prototype. Prototype, yeah. Where prototype just came out of nowhere. Hey, Whoa. here's prototype one and two HD. Do you like them? Love them. Hey, yeah, they were terrible. Is that what this is? Like a remake of the PS3 game? It's as far as I know. Okay. I, I don't know. Actually, I yeah, could be I, wrong, but it. I I can't tell because it doesn't say like Deadpool HD or anything like that. But uh, I don't know. <laughs> I've not um, seen one press release about this. Nothing. Yeah. But that's why I'm thinking it's just a remake of the, the PS3 game. Um, mm. 
doesn't really say like they they wrote up the description kind of like it's Deadpool talking so it's impossible to understand what what the hell is going on in here right let's get some action I made sure to capture all my good sides so I made my game a third person action shooter yep you get to look at my hiney <laughs> this is part of the description X-Men groupies keep a lookout cuz some of my X-Men pals, whoa, what pals, are making an appearance. <laughs> Insane combat. I'm really good at killing. So I made it uh, enemies eviscerating. Jeez. Did you see how Ryan Reynolds actually dressed up like Deadpool for Halloween? Like he was whoa. walking around and, you know, did I ever, wise. Did I ever tell you... I don't think I mentioned this on the show. I forgot about it. Um, I wish I could have gotten some video of it. I was rushing somewhere in Comic-Con and a group of Deadpools came cruising through. Oh boy. All chanting. They're all, they all came like all around me. Like suddenly I was in a horde of Deadpools and I was like, what the fuck? Okay. And they all head down the stairs and I look over the, the ledge to see where they're going and they spot another Deadpool who stand there talking to somebody oh and they God. all start chanting, one of us, one of us, <laughs> one of us, one of us. And finally he just puts everything down and runs over to them and they all, yeah! Oh and then God. they all went off. They were just gathering a, the biggest group of Deadpools they could, just going all around Comic-Con. All right, that's pretty funny. Finding them, chanting, and getting them to join and going. Yeah, it was it was actually hilarious. That's pretty cool. <laughs> so yeah, when I saw them, they had uh, probably about forty. Oh my pulls. god! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I, it was there were Deadpool's everywhere. Like you couldn't walk five feet without seeing one. Well, so, yeah, with the new movie coming, especially. Yeah, you still need to see when it comes out. I know you don't like him. I know you didn't like the first one, but Wait. you need to see the last third of Ted 2. Because it uh, all takes place at New York City Comic Con, and there are some tremendous jokes. Well, this is a remake. It is. Okay. So it's like an HD remaster of the, of the PS3 game? Because bonus content, I'm giving you even more me. I'm including the DLC, two sweet levels, two alternate suits from the old platforms. Now... That's weird because I'm pretty sure, and I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that PS3 game is the one that got pulled off the shelves. I'm pretty sure that the PS3 game was the one everybody dumped on saying this is actually pretty crappy. Yeah, that too. But I thought that they actually pulled it because of some licensing problem. I thought. Mm. I might be wrong because I get confused easily. No, it's it's on Amazon right now. Is you it? can buy okay. it. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know if they pulled it permanently. But I remember like a Deadpool something or other being hard to find. I don't know. This is 20 bucks on Amazon, the old okay. one. All right. There um, you go, emailers. Email in and let me know what the hell I'm talking about. So the new one is forty nine ninety nine. if you want it. All right. Uh, let's see. Then what? Then we have Sword Art Online Lost Song. For fifty nine ninety nine. Yep. Which I don't know if it's crossed by with the Vita version or not. Uh, I don't think it is. I okay. think it is cross save. So, like the other one. 
I, I thought I talked about this. This was one of the games I played. I played this on the PS4 at that Namco Bandai thing right. in New York. Um, and I had it written down. I, I thought I talked, whatever I said back then is mm. what it is. <laughs> yeah, so no, I think, I think you're right. I think it's not cross by, but it's cross save. Yeah. I, they don't, they don't typically do cross by. Right. Um, but yeah, this, and apparently people are like hot for this because our old sword art, uh, review from Andy, I think. Right. Uh, was generating a ridiculous amount of traffic hmm. over the past month. So that's interesting. Yeah. So people are, are really up on this. I played hmm. it for a while. It was actually a lot of fun. It's really, it looked good even back then. Um, but yeah. And so that's coming for fifty nine ninety nine. Uh, then we have star Wars battlefront must be some sci-fi series yeah like when they when they got rid of uh well continuum's still on i I think i think it's on after continuum isn't it that star wars show i don't remember the wars of stars maybe that's what it's called battle of the network stars maybe maybe okay um so this is fifty nine ninety nine, and that's only the start, people, because you're gonna have to buy a hell of a lot more. Oh yeah, DLC a plenty. Uh, and there is also a deluxe edition, which is sixty nine ninety nine. And what do you get for that extra ten dollars, Josh? It unlocks five in game. Well, it's got a cooler cover, first of all. Obviously, uh, it unlocks five in game items. The DL-44 Blaster, the Ion Grenade, Ion Torpedo, Ion Shock, Mm. Victory. All right, then. (laughs) Uh, And I think that's it. (laughs) So all that 10 bucks gets you five in-game items, so you're paying two bucks a... Right, so they're not even selling a version that has the season pass with it. Nope. And that means the bundle's out next week, so guess what? I'm getting my fourth PS4 next week. Oh, wait, 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 wait. What? Okay, if you get the digital. If you get the digital version, you Mm -hmm. can get the ultimate edition for 120 bucks, essentially. God. Um... And it doesn't say what that includes. It's but probably the assume, stuff you just said and then the season pass for 50 yeah, bucks. I would assume it would. It really doesn't say at all. That's funny. Hmm. So you don't know what you're getting for that 120 bucks, but they sell the season pass alone for 50 bucks. Yep. So that's probably what it is. It's probably the yeah. deluxe edition with the season pass. Yep. Interesting. 60 weight. But you're getting the ripped pass, off then. The season pass is 50. And, and the then, game is sixty, and then the, but the deluxe so edition is seventy. Uh, so you're probably getting the stuff with the deluxe edition, the extra ten dollars, and then the season pass. Okay. And there's no discount whatsoever. Yeah, I'm looking right now. I'm going to the store for the digital version. Yes. I have to know. All right, ultimate edition. Wow. <clears throat> uh, ooh, pre-order the ultimate edition. Uh, you you get to open it up at midnight Eastern time. Uh, so it's gonna preload as supported. Yeah. You get you know what's funny? Mm. Uh, on Amazon it says it will be available midnight Pacific. 
<laughs> well, on the PlayStation Store, it's saying. I know. Yeah, I know. Well, <laughs> but Amazon isn't going to give it to you until midnight Pacific. Yeah. <laughs> so you get the deluxe edition, the season pass, like we said. And then if you pre-order, you get six PS4 Star Wars Battlefront themes before release. And you get early access to the Battle of Jakku. Hmm. Hmm. And the deluxe edition. Well, if you pre-order the digital version, you actually get those themes and the first battle on Jakku, or the early access to it. And it supports preload. Blah blah blah. Yep. Pre-order bonus themes. Those are actually kind of cool themes. I don't know if they're static or not. All right, and then Battle of Jakku. Experience the events that created the massive battle-scarred landscape of Jakku, shown in, shown in Star Wars The Force Awakens. So this is essentially movie spoilers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. <laughs> but I think that's the PlayStation uh, exclusive content, if I remember yeah. right. So, well, there you go. Yep. Uh, all right. So that's it for PS4. Then for the PS3, we have Game of Thrones that we're all not going to buy. I'm buying um, For $29.99, same price. Yep. Uh, we have Kung Fu Panda Showdown of Legendary Legends for $39.99. And we have a Borderlands triple pack for Say what? $49.99. The Borderlands triple pack is the full Borderlands experience you know and love. <laughs> Never before released. It is Borderlands, Borderlands 2, and Borderlands the pre-sequel. And includes all of the add-on content from all three games. Mm. So if you've never bought it, that is actually a really good deal. Yeah. For all three games and all the DLC, essentially. For 50 bucks, that ain't bad at all. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. And those games will keep you busy a long, long time. Yes, they will. Although you'll probably get burned out after playing two of them, let alone three. Yeah, I mean, to me, it. I like the, the visuals quite a bit. Uh, I don't like how inaccurate the shooting feels, though. That, that's the one thing that really bothered me. But, I mean, it, it really does feel, in a lot of ways, very similar to how Destiny is laid out. Uh, but I think the Borderlands games handle the mission stuff a little bit better. For sure. It has less repetition, I think. And then for the Vita, we have Sword Art Online Lost Song, which we spoke about, and it is $39.99. Indeed. And that's that. All right. Uh, first up, this news. We don't even know if this is coming out in the U.S. yet. Uh, it hasn't been announced, but I think they'll probably do this at PSX, maybe? I don't know. Oh, no, wait, because it's coming out on 4th of December in the U.K. Uh, Sony is going to... Uh, release for at least certain regions, UK and Ireland on 4th of December, across Europe, Australia, New Zealand, Middle East, and Africa on 9th of December. Uh, these new in-ear stereo head headsets for the PS4, so like kind of beefier uh, earbuds. Uh, and they actually have some pretty interesting technology built into them. Uh, they will work on PS4, PS Vita, smartphones, tablets, etc., etc., uh, but they actually have this noise-reducing audio shield technology. Uh, so they're actually doing like active noise cancellation, it sounds like. Uh, so you can choose to power it up or not, the audio shield portion. So it's, which is a little weird because it's drawing power from 
the controller, and this is kind of what... Uh, oh, wait, here we go. I read this before. I don't know why I didn't remember this. Uh, so the headphone, headphones themselves have a rechargeable battery for the noise-reducing feature. Uh, the battery lasts roughly 15 hours on a charge. can be charged via USB that uh, the cable actually comes in the box. Wow. Sony really turning things around there. Uh, so yeah, it, it actually has noise canceling technology, which is really nice. Uh, although with in ear earbuds, I've never really had that big of a problem with that. But uh, you actually get volume buttons right on the uh, the headphones themselves. On you know down by where the microphone is, it's got a microphone on it, just like the earbud that came with the PS4. Uh, and they actually have three sets of different ear tips uh, for you know small, medium, large, depending on how big your ear holes are. And uh, <laughs> have 13 millimeter uh, drivers inside to produce deep bass audio in ear stereo headset plugs directly into the DualShock. Blah blah blah. I mean, you've used stuff like bass. Before, but... Hello, can you go? <laughs> Hello, can you go? Um, yeah. So these come out fourth of December, 2015. Again, no word on US release yet. Uh, these do look pretty nice, though. I mean, I use earbuds every now and then <clears throat> when I'm traveling. If I don't want to bring you headphones along, I have. A pair of skull candies I use quite a bit, and also a pair that Steel Series makes that are really, really nice. But you know, made for PlayStation, they do look pretty hefty. Like uh, the earpieces themselves look like they have some some nice build quality to them, and uh, the wires look a little bit thicker than usual. So I'd, I'd be interested to try these out, but they're not totally cheap at uh, seventy-seven Great British pounds or Great Britain pounds. Which is over a hundred bucks here? Yeah, for earbuds, or so, close to a hundred at least. Yeah, but it's cool. They have a, like a big volume control thing at the, down by the controller, kind of, and um, yeah. But that's it's a lot of money for earbuds. I mean, mm-hmm. the Steel Series ones I use, I think, are about one hundred and thirty, so it's not unheard of. But I mean, you really <laughs> the uh, the skull candies I used, I think I bought at the airport one day because I forgot to bring earphone earbuds with me, and I think they were thirty bucks, and they're awesome. So. It'll be interesting to see. Hmm. All right. Next up. Next up. Let me see. Next up is the huge update to NHL 16. Yeah. I thought you'd want to talk about this a little bit. Yeah. Um, so uh, they added, they did a lot here. Actually, it was surprising. Um, there's EA Sports Hockey League Club Challenges. Um, where you can select your opponent and go head-to-head against another team uh, using the new club challenge. Mm. Um, you, they've also added uh, third jerseys for a lot of teams, uh, the, the Avalanche, the Ducks, the Islanders, um, which we checked it out, and somebody <laughs> at the bottom of our post said, the Islanders isn't there. And Get- Or wait, did they say the Islanders isn't there? Uh, Texas Stars jerseys have not been updated, nor have the New York Islanders. We did it during Extra Life, and the third jersey for the Islanders was there. So hmm. I didn't look at the Texas Stars. I, I don't know, but the Islanders was there. Um, it's just a black jersey, essentially, with a big NY on it in whitish, silverish. That must have been like uh, their jerseys when they were still playing out on like a pond. No, this was it's a take on one of the ones they used for uh one of the outdoor series with uh the Rangers. Okay. A couple years ago. Um 
that that was blue and white, blue with the big white NY. So they just did a black one because everybody does a black one um, okay. because those sell apparently. Uh, the Nashville Predators gold alternate jersey, the Frolunda Indians home and away jerseys, the Providence Bruins third jersey, Hershey Bears third jersey, Moncton Wildcats, Wilkes Bar Penguins, Texas Stars home and away, updates to various center ice designs, various goal horns and goal song timing. Uh, line change visuals to accommodate players with color vision deficiencies. Hmm. 15 female heads added to create a player. Uh, new Vaughn, Brian's, and CCM goalie equipment. Okay. Uh, and then they did a ton of other stuff. Um, they did gameplay things um, where they, they fixed some stuff. Uh, they did improvements to the way the goalie butterfly slides are done. Um, issues where players would get stuck in goalie control after making a pass as a goalie. Just a lot of bug fixes. Uh, a lot of tweaks. Um, Be a pro has been updated with increased likelihood of being drafted if the user starts in the CHL. Um all different updates there updates to be a GM where they've decreased the amount of team and player meetings that occur during a season, which I know a lot of people were very happy that they did that. <laughs> um, number of points an average defenseman gets during a sim. It's, it's a lot of bug fixing and tweaking basically based on, you know what they've seen over the first month or two uh, of gameplay. Right. Well, month and a half roughly. Um, and online stuff too. Um, they lower EA Sports Hockey League AI goalie attributes if a player-controlled goalie drops from the game. Mm. So that it's not brutal trying to get it past uh, the AI goalie. Um, they fix some online versus and hockey ultimate team stuff. Uh, across all online modes, default period length has changed from five minutes to four minutes. And game, gameplay tuners that are available for download will now be visible in the main menu. And I've seen that already. So, yeah, cool. it was there. Um, it's a lot of stuff, which is great to see that, you know, they're really... They poured a ton into this version as it was, and they're really doing everything to keep it updated and tweak it and support it and make it the best game possible. And... I was saying on the stream as I was playing it that this is the best version of NHL probably since a Genesis game. Oh, wow. So, yeah. It's cool. it's good. So, it's great. It's nice to see that they're adding all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, and you had that patch by the time you were playing, right, you said? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I couldn't remember if you did or not. I thought you did. Yeah. Because it came out on Thursday or Friday, somewhere around there. I oh, think. okay, okay. Uh, so I had it by the time, yeah. Cool. All right. Uh, next up, so just a really quick update, and I'm glad we got this up on the site because I don't think a lot of people uh, actually posted this. So uh, a while back, we talked about how PlayStation Mobile was dead, and they, and they were even telling people like, download your PlayStation Mobile games now because they're not going to be available once we kill it. Uh, I think there was enough outcry, though, 
that PlayStation actually uh, changed their mind about it a little bit. So PlayStation Mobile still isn't a thing anymore, but there is a way for you to continue playing your games. Uh, now, they haven't said if you'll ever be able to download them again, uh, but they did re- release uh, some instructions to make sure that on your PS Vita or your PS TV uh, that you'll still be able to play these games uh, on the newer firmwares. So if you go over to uh, our website, psnation.com, you'll be able to find, and actually the link will be in the show notes for, for this week as well. Um, but you need to be you know connected online, launch the, your purchase PlayStation mobile games between uh, October 13, 2015 and February 29, 2016. Uh, activation uh, will happen separately, and you'll be able to continue using your stuff uh, up to th- on up to three compatible devices, PlayStation Vita or PlayStation certified devices. So pretty cool that they're doing that because a lot of people are kind of worried that they were just going to lose their stuff forever. Yeah. And we wanted to make sure people knew about it. Yes. It's actually kind of important. <laughs> Very important, yeah. And I really didn't see too many places post this, so I wanted to make sure we got that up there. Yep. All right. All right. Last but not least. The last one that... We're both excited about, and Indeed. everybody else should be too. Um, Joel Hodgson, uh, the guy who created Mystery Science Theater 3000, uh, just popped up on Kickstarter the other day and said, Hey, guess what? I want to bring it back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, they have a Kickstarter up. It has 30 days to go. There is $1,197,000 pledged of the $2 million goal. Right. Uh, what they want to do, they basically want to bring it back. And and hopefully, if they get these episodes aired and they can show that, hey, look, there is an audience out there and people really still want this, that maybe they can get it onto some kind of network or... Uh, digital distribution like through Amazon or Netflix or one of those, somebody will pick it up and fund a full new season. Honestly, I just can't believe that one of those services haven't already said, you know what, we're going to do this. Yeah. It's really crazy. So they hit their first goal like right away because I think the first goal was like 500000 No, uh, the, first, the first goal is $2 million. No, I, th- I thought originally when he tweeted it, it was 500000 but they were trying to get... They were trying to get $2 million. They said if they can do $2 million, then they can do all 12 episodes, et cetera, et no, cetera. No, 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 no. No. Huh? It's, if they $2 million do two gets three million episodes, gets and then $5 million episodes. gets 12 episodes? Five and a half okay. million gets 12. It's, okay. it's $2 million gets three. $3.3 million gets six. Four point four gets uh, nine. Five point five million gets 12 episodes. Okay. See, I haven't so that's what to read this yet. Yeah, that's what they're trying to get to. And if they raise a billion... They're going to adopt a real live teenage boy and Truman show him into believing he is the Pumayman. <laughs> no, it's Puma Man. Pumayman. Puma? <laughs> it's um, the Pumayman. Because so, that's what Mark always used to call yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. So they're Mark? Didn't he? Who's Mark? Oh, Mark Mark. I thought you meant, <laughs> I thought you meant Mike. I'm like, what? No, Mark? Mark. Did he? He said Pumayman? Yeah. I don't because that at all. yeah, because one of the one of the listeners that's uh, Puma Oblivion. Yeah, Puma Oblivion, and he always said it's he's the Pumayman. I don't remember that at all. Oh, he used to say it all the time because well, I laugh. I would laugh every time he said it because I used to say it all the time as a joke. And oh, when he was saying it, I was like, "See, I'm not the only one." Wow, I I never I don't remember that at all. Yeah, well, that shows how much I paid attention to Mark. Yeah, 
Um, so a couple things that kind of got fleshed out, though, because they're also now releasing MST episodes on RiffTracks.com, which we have an affiliate link for, by the way. Um, so they just released Mitchell this week that you can purchase digitally. And a lot of people were saying, well, because they're doing this, who is going to be a part of this? And Mike, Mike Nelson already tweeted and said, I'm not a part of this. I just want to make sure everybody knows about it. Um, but nobody knows if Frank is going to help or if Trace is going to be a part of it. Or there, There's just all these people guessing about it, but nothing's really come out except for Joel's involvement. Yeah, and even on the Kickstarter page, it's a picture of Joel and Crow and Tom Servo, and then there's two shadow figures there that question mark future host, question mark future mad. Right, right. But it doesn't, we don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, there's a lot of people from Cinematic Titanic that could get involved because Cinematic Titanic yeah. went away. Yeah. You can see you've got Mary Jo, you've got uh, J. Elvis Weinstein, you've got, um, I think Trace was a part of that, so... And Frank. Um, so, yeah, nobody really knows, and, and they're being a little secretive about it. But, I mean, this has been up for a day, and they're already at one point, almost $1.2 million. Yeah. Really, really close. So, yeah, if you're an MST fan, you know, they, they produced 197 episodes, if I want to say. Uh, went 12 seasons. 197, yeah. Yeah, went 12 seasons before they fi- officially got canceled again by Sci-Fi. Um, I'll never forget being at the second convention, and there was all this rumor that sci-fi was going to pick him up and nobody knew yet. And the president of sci-fi actually showed up and he was on stage and he said a few things, but never committed to anything. And, but everybody was just freaking out when the guy was there and you know, nothing ever happened. Well then sci-fi picked him up and then they just ran the show into the ground. Unfortunately, mm. they let him go for a couple of years and then it just got really bad. But yeah, it's uh, I mean, it, it's really cool. I'd like to see it happen. And, um, I might reach out and see if I can get a hold of Joel and get him on the podcast next week or something to yeah. pimp it. Yeah. Well, I talked to him at Comic Con years yeah. ago. And Thanks a lot, Dick. Didn't get it recorded. Thanks a lot, Dick. <laughs> yeah, because it's my fault that I talked to him. Yep, all your fault. <laughs> all your fault. Okay. <laughs> um. So, but if you want to check it out, uh, just go to Kickstarter.com and, and look up MST3K, or you can go to, uh, they're on Twitter, at uh, MST3K. The hashtag is BringBackMST3K. Uh, there's a lot of info out there for all that. And you can also go to BringBackMST3K.com, which I believe takes you right to the Kickstarter. Well, they're also, if you go to Kickstarter.com, they are the front page of yeah, Kickstarter right now. Yeah, this is so, big. Yeah. This is really big. So, Yeah. Yep. This project will only be funded if at least $2 million is pledged by Saturday, December 12th at 1 a.m. Eastern. And right. they're already $1.2 now as we're speaking. Yeah. So it's going up as we speak. Very cool. And it's, it's been up for one day. <laughs> I'm excited. It's awesome. Yeah. All right. Uh, that's it for the news. All right. So now Josh has to do some work. So we're not going to do the typical what we're playing and then talk about some stuff, other stuff later. Obviously, we don't have a review right now. I'm working on Black Ops 3, but I'm not through it yet for the review. Um, but we're just going to kind of run what we're playing in with the Extra Life stuff after the break. So I uh, figure we do around PS Nation now. Uh, and we have a remastered sound clip. Uh, 
Yeah, I, I don't really have much of anything to say for around PS Nation right oh, now. There's a few thing up on, things up on the site, though. Um, okay, if I could get the damn site to load. <laughs> did you break our website? Somebody did. It's not loading what? for me. It's not loading for you. Wait. Wait, now it is. I was going to say a load for me. All right. All right. So, over last week, oh, actually, yeah, I, I pushed a bunch of, right before. Uh, I was going to say, you do have stuff to talk about, because you were sitting there doing reviews that one day. Yeah, I was editing a bunch of reviews. Yeah. Like, right before Extra Life. Um, so, we had, we got up, let's see, uh, did we talk about Super Beat Sonic going up? Mm, well, whether yeah, we did or we not, we did talk about it. Um, that is up. That is for Vita. It is PlayStation TV compatible. Mm-hmm. Hooray! And uh, we had we had some copies of that game, including the really kick ass special edition uh, for Extra Life prizes. Yes. Yeah. Last minute edition. They're available. Uh, Battle Trivia Knockout for the PS4. Indeed. Which was from Kyle, I believe. Uh, yes, it was. Yep. Uh, then Primal Carnage Extinction. A game Chaz wanted to review. Which, when I saw the screenshots of it, I thought, oh, this looks pretty badass. Yeah. Looks. <laughs> um, might not be so badass, but you should read the review and find out. Indeed. Uh, WRC5 FIA World Rally Championship for the PS4. Yeah. That is also from Chaz. You wouldn't believe the, the, the measures and lengths that I had to go through to try to find that one for review. It was crazy. It's a weird one. Uh, that is... It's available. He reviewed the PS4 version. It is available on the PS4, PS3, and Vita, and it is PlayStation TV compatible yep. if you have the Vita version. Uh, then MX versus ATV Supercross Encore, which is kind of an HD remake sort of kind of thing. It's yeah. just, it's got a bunch of new stuff in it. Um, right. They've sort of updated the graphics in places, kind of, sort of. <laughs> um, that's the PS4 one. <laughs> it's kind of the Where's Waldo of high-res textures. Yeah. And then uh, MJC's review of Fallout 4 hit. Yeah. On Tuesday morning. Like a brick. Yes. That one was weird because MJC kept texting me and he says that, you know, so... This thread goes up on NeoGAF, I think it was on, I want to say Friday. And they were like, well, I heard that the frame rate's really bad on the PS4 version because of all the hype about Fallout 3 on PS3 where it was a port and it ran like shit. So sure enough, somebody just starts all this rumor up again on NeoGAF and it just burns the internet to the ground. Like, everybody's going off about it. So MJC saying, he goes, I don't know where this is coming from because I haven't really seen it. He goes, it happened in a couple of really big battles. And he said, but even then it wasn't that bad. It just kind of dropped a little bit. I said, well, just review it for what you're seeing. Well, sure enough, then the game comes out and everybody's talking about how those reports are false. And, um, you know, Eurogamer always does their, their frame rate comparisons and their video comparisons. And they were talking about how good the PS4 one was. And 
they were even talking about on Xbox One how it wasn't as consistent, but also they said for the first time ever, I can't remember what it was, but there's something that happens in the Xbox One version where the frame rate actually drops to zero. Like, we've never seen this. But everybody thinks there's going to be a patch for it soon on both. But yeah, it's, it sounds like it's really good. It sounds mm-hmm. like MJC's review is pretty on par with a lot of people, except for RP Gamers getting a lot of shit because they gave it a lower score. So the internet's on fire for that, too. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? Well, didn't Destructoid give it like a 7 or something like that? 7.5? Yeah, Destructoid gave it a pretty low score, too. And Well, that's not a low score. Well, comparatively, because a lot of the sites gave it a really high score. Comparatively, yes, but yeah. That's not a low score. No, it, uh, no, not at all. Comparatively, I meant. So, no, mine's sitting at my parents. I haven't even gotten to turn it on yet. Yeah. Yeah, I'm interested to try it. <sighs> so. Just hope my pit boy's not broken. Mm-hmm. Um. That's uh, that's mainly what's going on around okay. the site. There hasn't been a whole lot of news or anything posted recently. Yeah, news is going to be pretty bland until PSX, I think. I don't think there's going to be a lot. There's the one about... we didn't even, I didn't even send it over because I thought it was kind of junky uh, in terms of content. But Activision saying Call of Duty Black Ops 3 is the best-selling launch ever or something like that they did over 500 million in two days i think they said or three days hmm. yeah that's a game i'll talk about a little bit later because i know you played some of the campaign too mm-hmm. yeah i worked on it last night <clears throat> but all right uh we're already at the break mm. holy crap well we got a lot of stuff to talk about afterwards though yeah gotta recap our extra life Extra Life uh, event and uh, all the stuff that was going on and talk a little bit about the future of Extra Life uh, because uh, we did extend the date a a week out just because I have a lot of work to do this week. So um, we'll talk a little bit about that after we get back, talk about what we played during Extra Life, if we played anything else, and uh, we'll even look around maybe see if there's any emails to read really quick. So we'll be right back. we're back and uh we get to talk about all things extra life so i don't even know where to begin this year where do we start josh uh the fact that i tested every single thing technically and then got to your house and all of a sudden magically didn't want to work anymore well but i have different tvs than you do 
Yes Which and well, one TV is different because the TV I brought is the same one I used. But your but, yeah, your TV is very touchy. But but that I don't think that was the problem because we brought the other TV down from upstairs and yeah. that TV worked fine last year because that's <sighs> the one you were using and that didn't work either. Yeah, so. I, I think it just wanted to be a bastard. Yeah, something else was going on there. But we made the best of it. Yeah. And actually, I think it worked out pretty well. Um, so we did separate streams this year. Uh, mm-hmm. Josh actually used Share and streamed out to YouTube, where he pretty much went through the entire game of Until Dawn, what, twice? <laughs> Once. <laughs> and then played it again. Played the last chapter, and that didn't work. And then I went back. I'll talk about that later, though. Yeah. Um, but well, the you, nice you thing is... NHL. Okay, yeah. The cool thing is, with that... Um, just go to YouTube, and my 24 hours are there, broken up by game, yeah. essentially. That's the, <laughs> I mean, is, that's the biggest reason I wanted to stream to YouTube this year in general, because it archives everything automatically, no matter mm-hmm. how long it is. And yep. it's awesome, because now you can just, boom, there it is. It's, it's up. Whereas mm-hmm. the Twitch stuff, I'm still wrestling with it, because apparently YouTube just decided it wanted to have problems on its own the last couple of days. And so I've gotten eight of the 12 sections up. And I've tried section nine like four times and it says it works and all of a sudden it fails. Hmm. So, yeah. Uh, so I, I did my stream on Twitch. I also had a couple cameras uh, up on there as well. Um, and then Josh was using the PlayStation camera for his stream. So it actually it ended up working all right. It was kind of fun when we did Fat Princess because we get to show the separate screens and how it looked and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. Um, so... Uh, mainly the games played on my side, Rocket League. Well, wait, 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 um, wait, 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 Just wait, wait, wait. go back. You, okay. You, you drove here. You got here. Yeah. And then we went to... Well, I do want to bring something up from that. So it was, it's really funny. So last year when I drove, uh, Dave, AB Dave, Dave from podcast last week, drove down to just south of Toledo in, I think it's called Perrysburg, Ohio. Uh, to have breakfast with me last year. We had a breakfast at Cracker Barrel, and that's when I had found that brochure, because we always give Dave so much shit for living in Detroit. Uh, there was that like that little brochure thing that said, Detroit, the Paris of the Midwest, which to this day is the funniest thing I think I've ever seen in my life. So I couldn't get to your house until late on Wednesday, so, and I wanted to leave right after work on Tuesday. I don't want to dick around. So I actually got a hotel room right there because we knew I knew there was a hotel there and I knew there were places to eat. And I said, well, that's safe. And uh, Dave actually came down and visit, and we went to dinner. And there was this place next door called Frickin'. And I had asked the people at the hotel, I'm like, is that place any good? She's like, it's amazing. Go there. It's awesome. And I'm like, you're not just getting a kickback, are you? She's like, no, no, no. It's really good. And they had like uh, they had ribs and burgers and all that stuff. And, and it's kind of a sports bar atmosphere. And they had, you know, obviously chicken wings, but they were breaded wings, but they were full wings. They weren't just the little pieces. So we both pigged out, and it was awesome. It was so good. And I had way too much food, and I didn't care because it was really, really good. They had uh, um, Yingling on tap, which I've, I've kind of noticed they even had New Jersey. So they must be really be expanding because usually you can't get Yingling unless you're in Pennsylvania, essentially. Now, well, Yingling has been in Jersey for- since I was in college. Oh, I mean, oh okay. I didn't know that. Because it was Philly area is, okay. is where it hit big. And expand, Philly, it's going to expand into Jersey. So it was all over 
South Jersey. Okay. I went to North Jersey in college and I was like, yeah, I want a Yingling. And they were like, oh, what, what, what the fuck uh, who are you talking the what? No, about? What is this, yeah. Christmas? Nobody knew what I was talking about. So it was like South Jersey, Philly area for a long time and then expanded. I went back down to see friends in Virginia and when I went back down there, like just after college, we went into the grocery store and I was looking for beer and I'm like, holy shit, they have Yingling. <laughs> and I bought it. And somebody was like, yeah, that just showed up like in the last couple of weeks. I'm like, oh, wow. it's expanding. And I looked at it. It was because like Budweiser or somebody bought them and was now distributing oh, it. So that's okay. why it suddenly started to get out everywhere. Okay. But yeah, it was it was one of those things that was in this area forever and then expanded north and south and everywhere uh like in the past 10 years or so 10 15 oh, years okay i i keep wanting to stop in pennsylvania and buy some like you know a couple cases and cans but every time i go through pennsylvania on the way home it's at night and i never get to stop mm. so it kind of sucks but yeah uh drive out was pretty uneventful uh i did get to see the one sign i told you about where it was an olive garden sign and it said next stop Italy, which I couldn't stop laughing. I almost crashed. I was laughing so hard. Uh, yeah, right, Olive Garden, sure. Uh, but yeah, the, I got to town and um, actually went. We were just going to go to get get some drinks. We ended up getting dinner I, uh, with uh, uh, with Nicole and Colette from uh, Children Specialized because you weren't home yet. And uh, so we went and had dinner at Kilkenny's, which is like blocks from your house. I didn't realize how close it was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then. Uh, yeah, came over and you were playing uh, Disney Infinity with 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 the boy and with your wife and mm-hmm. sat around and talked for a while. Got to finally see Disney Infinity played. I've never really seen it played before. And uh, yeah, it was pretty fun. It, it was uh, nice taking the time because I got the hotel room and everything, so I actually got to take my time coming out, so I didn't feel rushed or anything. Yeah, yeah. Um. And then we went to see uh, oh, Spectre. We did. Uh, met up with a few people at Applebee's beforehand. Everybody's like, oh, Applebee's, and we've talked about it. But it's pretty much the only choice we had, that or Chevy's. And none of us had ever had Chevy's before, so we didn't know what to expect. So we just went to the safe one at Applebee's. Um, but did that. We all met up at the theater. It was kind of funny. Shelton and um, and Angel... We're, said they were coming, and when I never saw them. And then the movie gets done. I turn around, and there they are, right behind us. Like, what? What? What the? <laughs> so it was cool that they made it. But uh, yeah, it was um, me, you, Colette, uh, her boyfriend Brandon, and then Shelton and Angel, and and Emra came down. And Emra, which was huge. Haven't seen mm-hmm. that guy since since E three. Um, and I love Spectre. I, it, it, a lot of reviewers are not liking it. Rock didn't like it. He went and saw it with his mom and. But I really enjoyed it. I I I love the hell out of it. So I don't know what I don't know. Uh, yeah, I thought it was pretty fantastic. Yeah, I, I like the way they. I'm not going to spoil anything, but I like the way they. They kind of took the whole Daniel Craig thing and pulled it all together into what could be seen as a finale for Daniel Craig, if it is, and if not, they can continue on from there. 
uh, there were a lot, there were ton, ton, ton of nods to longtime James Bond fans. Yes. With locations, with sort of sets that they were, that were sort of an homage to settings in other Bond movies, big yeah. Bond movies and things like that. There were a lot of little things that were in there that were just kind of, you know, that would make, uh, that made me like raise my eyebrow when I saw, I was like, Oh, Oh, I was giggling. I mean, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was really, really cool. Yeah. Uh, but it's enjoyable for people that haven't seen them before because Colette told us that night she'd never seen a Bond movie before. And Angel. And Angel too. That's right. Yeah. Uh, so it was, it was kind of cool to kind of get that, that range of, of experience. But I, as far as I know, everybody that went and saw it liked it. That's what I, that's how I took it. I don't want to speak for anyone. <laughs> yeah. No, everybody seemed to like it. Yeah. Uh, we got to see an IMAX, which was nice. Obviously it wasn't a true IMAX movie, but it was cool to see it on the bigger screen. And that sound system, man, that's, that's pretty nice in that theater. Some subwoofers ran under the seats and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had some drinks at Chevy's afterwards and, you know, had a nice time talking to everybody. Uh, yeah, it was, it was a good night. It was a very good night. So glad we all got to make it, and, and it wasn't too far from your house. We didn't have to worry about traveling like an hour and a half uh, because of construction and everything else. It was it was a very nice night. Even Applebee's yeah. was pretty good. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I was surprised. And, and then, then Friday. Yeah, we went to uh, the stash. We did. To I bought a new shirt, which I'm wearing today. Stash. Uh, we got to see uh, Sam Jividen's trophy that he put together for their one true three um their marathon one true three spread like each they spread across what, two what podcasts. is the one true three thing okay uh it was a game that walt made up a long time ago okay and you have one person sit down and they tell you three stories three things about themselves that nobody else knows one of them is true. The other are bullshit. And you have to figure out which is the true one. Uh, they've done it off and on here and there. They did one with, you know, Q, with Brian, with Sunday Jeff. Sunday Jeff's was legendary because it was just so bizarre, his stories. <laughs> um, but they've done it with all different people. And somebody was saying, it might have been Declan. It was Declan, the guy who... Uh, edits and puts together well I think Bry does a lot of the editing but then sends it to Declan he'll he'll put in sound effects and things if they want special sound effects sure and he'll get it posted um, he's over in Ireland um, ah. or he may have moved to England because he had a girlfriend there I forget where he is now <laughs> uh, he's got a whole thing going on but obviously um, so he had said you know you should do like a gigantic one true three with like all the characters, quote unquote, you know, major characters that have been on the show over the years. Okay. And Walt thought about it and figured, you know what, this could be fun. Let's do this. So he got sponsors, uh, to sponsor each participant. Uh, they all put in a hundred bucks each and the winner walked away with the, I think it was $900 was, wow. the, was the pot. Yeah. 
and the winner also got all of the sponsor prizes essentially nice um so uh it was bry it was q it was ming and mike uh walt stepped in because one of the guys couldn't be there um maxwell uh frank number three i think frank number five maybe uh or frank one of the franks couldn't make it um the other frank did okay and and that frank i think it was frank five was the legendary frank because and he had the most fucked up stories (laughs) like all three of them were like oh my gosh do you you're mental. Um, but he was legendary because he showed up for one of their podcasts that they were doing on Thanksgiving. Okay. And he left his family on Thanksgiving to be there. Oh my God. To see them do the podcast. <laughs> That's a little skewed. Yeah. Yeah. So he's that kind of guy. Uh, and, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, the guy everybody hates. Uh, uh, I'm staring at him because he's on that album cover. Um, bottle dump, dude. Um, shit, I can't remember his name right now. My mind is a blank. Uh, get him, Steve Dave. Oh, okay. Everybody hates him because he bought the Tell Him Steve Dave domain name and held it for ransom, essentially. Yeah, yeah. And made them pay him, like, $800 or something ridiculous to get wow. it back. Yeah. Um, but he's on the show a lot. So uh, they all went through it. I'm not going to say who won. It was a big two-part episode. Each each part of it was nearly three hours, if Holy not crap. the full three hours. Because Somebody could have taken our thing. They went through everybody. Everybody did three stories. And then it was like head-to-head. They'd have two people, and one person would tell the stories, the other one would have to guess. And then they had an elimination round, you know, for the losers, and it just went on and on and on and on. But some of the stories were insane. Just completely, like, you listen to the three of them, and you're like, oh my gosh, I hope none of these is true, because (laughs) if any of them are true, this person is fucking crazy. Um. Well, Sam Jividen from, he was, are they still doing Amplify Gamers? Somebody is, but not Sam. Okay. Um, He was on Amplify Gamers podcast. He does a lot of 3D printing stuff and puts a lot of videos up. Well, he Um, did the VR headset for us in in June. Yeah. Yeah. And he's he's a master at these things. So he had reached out to Walt uh, and he had told me about it. Like right after Walt gave him the okay, uh, he had reached out to Walt and said, I want to make... He's like, I don't have anything to offer, but I would like to make a trophy for you guys for this. Um, so Walt said, yeah, sure. And then Sam reached out to me and he was like, hey, you, you're not going to believe what I'm doing. And I'm like, what? <laughs> so, you know, he was he was talking to me about all these ideas. He's like, I think I want to do this and maybe add this and this. Do you think that'll work? And I was like, that sounds really cool. You know, so just briefly talked about that and he put together this really, really cool trophy. Yeah. Um, yeah. We it, tweeted, tweeted some pictures. Yeah. It has callbacks to, um, some of the old one true threes, uh, which the one there's a gun on it, which one of the one true threes was, uh, Brian said he, I, 
think it was something along the lines of he once held a loaded gun to Suzanne's head when they were having sex. (laughs) That was one of his stories. Yeah. (laughs) And everybody was like, the fuck? (laughs) Um, Wow. So, and I don't remember that might've been the true one actually. (laughs) Wow. But I don't remember uh, for sure. That was a long time ago. Um, yeah, so the trophy was there, which was really cool. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, but, when we walked in right away, you said, hey, where's the trophy, basically, yeah. and Walt walked us back to it. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, uh, yeah, we saw Walt, and I said, my a friend of ours, Sam, did the trophy. He's like, oh, yeah, it's right back here. Because I knew they were keeping it in the store. Um, yeah. But it's in the case with all the other stuff, all the memorabilia and all the... the puppets and... Yeah, the, Kevin stuff and all the Tell Him Steve Dave stuff has grown to a point where it has its own giant case. Yeah. Um, with the puppets and things like that. Um, little action figures that people have made for them and, and little dioramas, all these little things that people have made for them over the years. Uh, they're all in there. Um, and I haven't been down there in a little while, but we took pictures of up up on the ceiling is the entire suit from um tusk Tusk. and the cage he's in a well he's in a cage yeah Yeah. up up hanging from the ceiling it's fucked up it's very disturbing because it has a face in it and everything yeah so it looks just like it did in the movie at the end of the movie it's yeah it's so messed up it is (laughs) um but yeah, it was it was cool. I mean, I we ended up talking to Walt about hockey for quite a while and video games, really. Yeah, he was asking um, about the NHL game, and we were yeah. filling him in on that and some other sports games, and yeah, and then you guys talked your hockey, which obviously I can't speak to except for it was funny because you had been telling me about that that rookie's uh, numbers and how he got hurt, and we watched the video of it, mm, and he brought yeah. it up. So we got yeah. to talk about that, and I actually got to speak hockey for a little bit. I was so impressed with myself because <laughs> <laughs> I'd seen the yeah. video. Yeah, no, it was fun. It, it's a you know, it's never like an intended thing. Like I have to go to the stash every year, but it's been kind of nice because we've made it down there pretty much every year I've come out. Uh, I think every year that I've come out, actually, we've been there. Yeah. So yeah, picked up uh, my Nightfall book two with all the all the Azrael stories, and then. Uh, Got my new shirt, my fly fat ass fly shirt with Jay and Silent Bob from All Rats. So I always try to buy a new shirt every year I go there. Yeah, and so I grabbed, because since I never got it, I grabbed the uh, Super Groovy cartoon movie. Nice. Um, which Kevin and uh, Jay signed. Yep. Um,. So I thought, yeah, I haven't seen it yet, and I've seen clips from it, and it's pretty good. So why not grab DVD on there? I think, Adam, didn't you go and see that Jane Silent Bob's Groovy animated movie in Chicago or something? They did a Q&A? It was in Milwaukee? Okay. Yeah, because I was traveling. Was I at E3 that week? Or I was somewhere. Yeah. So I was in Milwaukee, and of course I was out of town. So I haven't actually gotten to see the movie yet. But I'll watch it eventually. I think it's still up on Netflix. I'm sure it is. Yeah. So, yeah, it was a good trip. Glad we made yeah. it down there. And, yeah. <clears throat> and then Extra Life started. Oh, God. Well, the night before. 
So I'm trying to get set up and the shit just does not and does not want to work. Uh with two feeds. Well, it was working and, fine with the one. But see that's the fucked up thing. All right, so it Thursday. <laughs> Thursday we did it and everything was set and it was working. Yep. And then we you know, Friday morning we looked at it, it was all good. We went to the stash, we came we turned everything off, we came back. My PS4, you know, had one of those things where I put it into uh, sleep mode so that it could keep downloading all the patches and updates that it was downloading. Right. We came back and it was frozen and had to go through the full reboot and all that stuff. And and then when we tried to run the the stream again, everything was all fucked up. Yeah. Like it, nothing would connect, nothing would... When it did connect, it would flash on and off for a second or two and then yeah. just fail. Uh, and so suddenly everything just kind of fell apart. Yeah. And I, you went to take them out to Brooklyn. Yep. And I was just swearing up a storm the entire time. Like, I, I don't know what the fuck is wrong. Like, this was working fine. I did that test stream for like three, four hours. It worked great. Couldn't well, figure and it, it out. worked here. It was working for hours. I know, <laughs> without a and that doesn't make any sense. And so. then it just failed. Yeah, I mean, the problem is I'm using my MacBook Pro, and it's got USB three, but it's not the best USB three backbone. Uh, so I think that was one of the problems. But I don't know what was going on because it's worked with two devices in the past, and yeah, whatever. So tried a bunch of different things even tried to plug in like the uh the elgato as the second device that didn't want to work it was screwing everything up so finally we just said screw it and we split up the streams and it ended, i mean it worked fine uh, it was just i was a little worried about it because i didn't want to split up the chat and that was the biggest thing i i, I didn't want to like spread ourselves too thin so but it worked out and um you know we we got that cool uh like automated responder thing on the twitch channel so people were asking like you know, where's Josh? What, why isn't he streaming? And then we had it automated. It'll pop like, oh, if you're looking for what Josh is playing, go here. And I mean, YouTube is nice, man. It, it functionally, it is better than Twitch. Um, mm-hmm. it, it does a lot of things better. But but again, on YouTube, I don't know if they have an automator yet, like the the Moobot thing that we use. Uh, I think people still have a problem understanding that it's easier to find the stream if you're on YouTube gaming, which you didn't even know about. So that kind of proved my point because <laughs> well, YouTube but, has a gaming app now for all the streams. But you don't even need that. You just go to YouTube.com slash PS Nation. It's the first video up right. there. It's right. like right there. But right. I was but trying to do it. a lot of people don't really, yeah. I was trying to do it in a way where I could see, but that all came about because of Untilt On. Right. When I was playing NHL, when I was playing other stuff, you know, I'm in share and i can see everybody's comments no big deal when you play until dawn they block all the comments right so because of that nothing is coming up there and i was like well i need to see the comments somewhere so then i had to get that youtube gaming app because the the comments work way better on the youtube gaming app than they do on the regular youtube app so yeah so that's the only reason i pulled that up but yeah um but yeah so, but I, I really like I, I do I, I really like how YouTube does their streaming right now. I think it's fantastic. So yeah, it it it, it was kind of cool that we got to do it because I got to go and kind of look back on it now and see functionally how everything worked. And uh, you know, it's something that I really 
do want to focus on next year maybe and move the whole stream over to that so um but yeah we you know we had a lot of fun we played a lot of multiplayer games uh we got started with rocket league and everybody was like oh this is the best game to start extra life with and i mean we just had a blast with rocket league uh we didn't have the ps nation flag it came out what was it sunday i think it came out like the day or no it came out monday so uh but the ps nation flag is up there now by the way folks um but yeah we got started with that and um God, what else did I? So we went from Rocket League to um, <clears throat> Destiny. Did the Oryx raid? It took a little bit longer than the three hours we had slotted out for it, but it went pretty smooth. We had two players in the group. Uh, I think one or two didn't do the raid before, so we had to kind of explain things to them. Uh, but it went pretty smooth, and uh, we had a lot of fun with that one. Uh, then we, oh God, so Black Ops Three showed up the day before Extra Life, and Josh actually played the campaign for a while in the stream and i played we tried to play the multiplayer and the problem is the way they handle partying up and the friend system in that is atrocious like it brings up your entire no it doesn't bring it up when you go to your friends list it brings up your first hundred friends and it's just a random list it doesn't show you who's online in black black ops 3 it's just a random list but then if you try to join from like the party system it wasn't working because they were having a ton of server problems, obviously, on, on Saturday. You know, the day that we needed to work, I, I'm sure the beta was for something completely separate, apparently, because the betas, every time we see a big beta like this now, it doesn't seem to really help that stuff, which worries the shit out of me for Battlefront, honestly. But, so we played it a little while and then we just gave up because the servers were crashing. Uh, I know at one point, Alexito said that his frame rate got so bad with something that happened that it actually crashed the whole game and all kinds of stuff. So we just said, forget it. And we went and play. I think we played more rocket league. Hmm. Um, yeah. And then we played some project cars, which was a blast. We had a really good time with project cars, except first couple races. I don't know what was going on. I was all over the place, but started to get mech into it, but you were playing the black ops campaign. Yes. How how far did you get into it? Did you get very far? <sighs> um, well, give me a second. Let me Ooh. look at YouTube and I'll tell you how long I played it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I played it for, I think it was probably about an hour, but let me see. Oh, okay. So I'm it way farther was, than you were. Oh, yeah. Because um, oh, it was an hour 41. Okay. So I just... I. And I said this on the stream. I was like, it just, I wasn't feeling it. it well, it just like, yeah. look, I know that, I know the call of duty has gone that, that route, that futuristic route. But for me, and that's probably why I haven't really co- played a call of duty game in a couple of years, because I liked that standard military shooter type game. Yeah, and it hasn't been that for a while. If if I want the sci-fi, I've got Halo, I've got Killzone, I've got... There's a million other sci-fi shooter games out there. Right. The unique thing about Call of Duty was that it was just the pure military shooter. Right. Like Advanced Warfare 2 was. That, I loved the crap out of Advanced Warfare 2. And I loved, you know, the older Call of Duty games. But when they started going overboard with the crazy sci-fi and the grenades that, you know, change direction in midair and all the ridiculous stuff they were doing. Yeah. I can play that in any other 
you know, I can have more fun with that in a kill zone game right, or right. in Halo or in in any other I'm destiny even. You know, there's there are a million other sci-fi shooters out there that I would rather play than Call of Duty. Yeah. So I think that's where that disconnect happens with me. I'm playing it and I'm like, okay, yeah, all right. It's an interesting idea, but it, uh, it just wasn't, I wasn't feeling it. Well, and the funny thing is you said, I remember the, the, the quote I remember from you was, it feels like I'm on a holodeck. Yeah. And the funny thing is in the first like hour, hour and a half of the campaign, you are essentially yeah. in a holodeck. Yeah. And then all of a sudden the story just takes this big turn and you're just in the middle of something. You're like, what the shit is going on? Uh, because you know, you're, in, you're introduced to the characters like Christopher Maloney, uh, who's, uh, everybody's seen on TV and, Oz. and Katie Sackoff who mm-hmm. is in it as well. And, and there's some other people you recognize and all this stuff's going on and it's all, it all feels just like training mission to you. It's like an hour, hour and a half training mission. Yeah. And then you get into it, and all of a sudden, it's a totally different time period, but not like... It's not like the first Black Ops where we were going from, like, Vietnam to present day and then all that stuff. It's, like, ten years. But you're going through all this stuff, and it just... It's not that it doesn't make sense, but it... You you don't want to think that it's making sense, because it's just so poorly laid out. And... I mean, the gameplay's solid, and the funny thing is, like, the graphics engine, it's the best they've ever done. Because Advanced Warfare looked good, but you could still kind of tell it was a little bit of a, a port of the old engine. This one looks fantastic. I mean, the, the shadowing, the lighting, everything. This looks awesome. Mm-hmm. But now, instead of having the crazy jetpack jump, which you do get a kind of a jetpack in the multiplayer, but it's a lot more subtle. You can do, like, wall runs and shit, which I don't even do, because I hate doing that kind of stuff. But... Now you have, like, these powers that you get from, like, your Android powers or whatever um, because they put, you know, like, the, the fake arms and everything on you now. Yeah. So you can, uh, like, blast out at these – because a lot of the soldiers are robots now. And that's the big deal where you're fighting these robots that are really strong. So yeah. you can, like, make their <sighs> core explode or you can, you know, you can do all these – like, you can hit them with the, this power where uh, they'll start fighting each other and that kind of thing. Well, and I had a better time with that in that Sega game that they never did a sequel to. Oh, uh, yeah. I want to say Vanguard, but that's not right. Yeah. Yeah. No. Was it? Or Binary Domain? Binary Domain is the one I'm talking about. Yeah. But that's the thing. Like, you know, I've done this before and I've done it in. Like binary domain, I loved because it was its own separate thing. This is basically a binary domain vanquish type game, whatever you want to call it, with the Call of Duty name slapped on it. Yeah, definitely. Which, I don't know. And I know, I get it. They've been going that direction for years, and that's just what they are now. So if, if I want Call of Duty, that's what I have to expect, but I want the old Call of Duty. They, they really need to go back to World War II. They do. They do. They, it's. I, I was I, the whole time I was sitting here playing it last night. Or I'm Korea, like, or Vietnam, or somewhere else. You know. Well, but they did Vietnam in in Black Ops One. Yeah, but they've done. Everybody's done World War Two to death at but this point. They have, but the thing is, there hasn't been a World War Two game in years. Yeah, and I think it's t- finally time to kind of reboot that and start that cycle again. Would be nice because I would love to see a World War Two based shooter in in on these new systems. I think yeah. it'd be great. 
Yeah. I don't I'm tired of the modern stuff. I want to go back to World War II. So, yeah, it's I and the thing is I I know I've seen some tweets like, you know, the campaign's weak, but I still need to get through for the review. Uh the multiplayer's been great. If you can get into a game with your friends, and that's the biggest problem. It's just been kind of a buggy mess so far. Uh but the the multiplayer, I think they it's the best multiplayer they've done in at least a couple of years. Way better than Ghosts, obviously, because Ghosts is one of the worst games ever. Uh, I liked Advanced Warfare, but I think this one's a lot better because it's not as twitchy. Uh, the levels are a little bit bigger. You have a little bit more time to move. Uh, yeah, it's, it's so far I, I like this multiplayer quite a bit. You're not putting mo- like modifiers on your stupid score streaks, which they were doing that in Advanced Warfare, and that was just getting out of hand. Like, oh, you, you already have the score streaks, now you have to put little modifiers on it too and eat up more slots. It's just dumb. So this one's a little more straightforward, a lot easier to understand. Uh, that's the biggest thing, is that you're not going, what am I supposed to do here? I just want to, what? I, but I just want to put a silencer on it. This one's a lot more streamlined. So, yeah. We'll see how it goes. I'm going to work on it some more tomorrow, obviously, and, and work on it through the weekend, see how how well I can do. Mm-hmm. Um, played some Pure Hold'em, which... It was fun. Uh, I thought I set up a tournament. And I didn't. It was just a private room. So we had we actually had a full room. Uh, but the funny thing is, like, I was streaming, so anybody could look at my hand. So it was kind of silly for me to be playing it. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, but it was fun. It, it's it's a really solid game, and yeah, we had a good time. And then I I finally got done. I'm like, I got to go and get the next game going. So I guess two hands after I left, they pretty much just all went all in on one big hand. And I think I think Armor Fist won it. So yeah, <clears throat> but it's a solid game. It works really well online, and yeah, it's fun. And then while you were still playing Until Dawn, mm-hmm. <laughs> so get it done Until Dawn. Why why you you were playing it that much? And well, all right, let me get back to where I started. Um, <laughs> I had done all my patches, updates, all that stuff, and then said, well, let me start with Black Ops Three. Or, yeah, Black Ops 3 campaign, single player. Yeah. And for 11 minutes and nine seconds of streaming, (laughs) I put it in and it said, okay, you know, I got to the menu screen. It said, okay, well, single player is not available yet because we're still downloading it. So it it pulled an MLB on me where it said everything was installed. It said all the patches were there. But then when you start the game, then it does more install on top of that. But I kept telling you, load screens and install screens on our stream, that's like a standard for us. Yeah. Well, I didn't want to wait. I wanted to play something. Um, So I decided, enough of that, I'm going to go play a game. Um, So I quit that and went right in and started playing uh, NHL. Right. Um, So for NHL, I played that for like three hours. (laughs) Yeah, you Um, played a lot. Because you were I, working on your, your character, right? My character, yeah, which I hadn't done in a while. So that that was one of those things that I wanted to kind of, you know, get my character going, my my be a pro um, up and, and really, you know, get through some games. Um, but the funny thing of it was, as part of that... Um, Oh, I'm sorry. I'm I'm completely lost because I'm trying to get to the website or to YouTube here, and and look through all this. Um, I I didn't ever want to uh, sim games. 
Okay. Um, but I know that they're not going to have the save crossover. Uh, so I figured, well, you know what? I'm here. We're doing this. So let's sim for a couple of weeks. And, you know, then I'll go back in and I'll play some more games. And we'll sim for a couple here and I'll play some more games. Uh, so I did that. But it was funny because as I was playing it, uh, several people on the stream, at least four or five, were like, wow, I didn't know this looked this good. I haven't bought an NHL game in years. I want to buy this. I'm going to go <laughs> buy this now. And I was telling everybody, wait for Black Friday because I'm sure these games will be a lot cheaper on Black Friday. A lot of them right. will be. Right. Um, but yeah, three hours and 54 minutes was the first session. Wow. Of, of NHL 16. Uh, then I was, as I was kind of wearing down on that, I was like, all right, I need something else. What does everybody want? You know? So I started asking, I was like, what do you guys want to see next? And a couple people were saying until dawn. And I said, well, I could do that. And I thought I'll, I'll play a little bit of it. Um, and then a couple people were like, go for the platinum. And I'm like, I'm not going for the platinum. That's absurd. <laughs> and somebody hit me up on Twitter and said, look, you, you're at 70%. Platinum is within reach. And I looked, I was like, well, at first I said, no, that's still stupid. It's 70%. I, I don't even know what the other trophies are. And then I said, well, let me look them up. Well, of course they're all hidden. Yeah. So now I have to look up. And then like, I'm some- on a, I'm on a party with people and they're, and they're trying to tell me what to tell you. <laughs> and I go, just go talk. It was, I think it was Kyle. And I don't remember who the other one was, but I'm like, just go talk to him, tweet him or something. I'm not going to sit here. Hey, take your headphones off so I can talk to you. <laughs> yeah. So I looked up, you know, all the hidden trophies. And at first, at first I was like, oh, it's all these hidden trophies. I'm not going to try to remember what all these things are. But then it dawned on me. I'm like, wait a second. It's kill this person this way. Kill this person this way. Let this person die this way. Kill all of them. Yeah. And then there was like one very specific thing that you had to do, but everything else was basically getting everybody killed. And I was like, Oh hell I could do that. It's going to be a bloodbath. Let's go. (laughs) So I started from the beginning. I kind of did a speed run through the game where I did not search. I did not wander. I did a little bit here and there because I knew people hadn't seen the game. There were a lot of people watching who had never seen the game at all. Um, so I wandered a little bit, but I kept telling them, look, if I keep doing this, we're going to be here forever. Um, so I tried to speed run through the game, knowing what I know, because I played through it to almost three full times already. Right. Um, and I was like, all right, and I'm going to go here, and this person's going to die. Boom, dead. All right, next one. <laughs> you know, and, and we go through this whole thing. And I get to the end, and my last two trophies are kill everybody. Yeah. And there's two people left, two people left in the house. And the other one was have Sam run and flick the light switch immediately. And I was yeah. like, all right. So if she flicks the light switch, this whole place is going to blow up, and they'll both be dead. And two birds with one stone, awesome. I flick the light switch, place blows up. The one guy dies. She gets thrown out of the house from the explosion and, and she's still alive. <laughs> I was like, are you fucking kidding me? It's <laughs> like, ah, shit. I was like, all right, not a problem. I go right back to the start of that chapter. Cause you can jump right back in to the start of that chapter and right. you know, do it again. I jump back into the start of the chapter and the start of the chapter was different. And I was like, yeah. 
that's a bad sign. Why is that different? And I couldn't figure it out. <laughs> I finally figured it out because I went back and I looked at the stream just yeah. to see how the stream looked. Yeah. Um, when I started the game, I didn't start a new save. Like I didn't start a new game. I just went on my old save and I just said, start at chapter one. So it still had my old save underneath there. So uh, when it dropped me back into chapter 10, it was chapter 10 with multiple people still alive. So I get into chapter 10 and all these people are still alive. And I'm like, fuck, fuck. How do I kill? I can't kill them. How do fuck you. And I'm trying to get them killed because you can't control them at that point. And of course they escape and I'm like, fuckers. <laughs> so pissed off. So I was like, all right, that was 38 minutes of that. The final chapter. Um, so I was like, all right, fuck it. I'm not going to get the, the platinum. I'm one trophy from the platinum. I'm not going to get it. Forget it. Right. Um, so then we played fat princess. We did. Uh, and I for, found out that a lot of the fun bits people were watching us play. Were they? <laughs> yep. We played it for almost two hours. I think we were over two hours. It's one hour, 50 minutes. On was my it? Stream. Okay. Yeah. Okay. See, this is the beautiful thing with yeah, YouTube. Yeah. I could just look and see everything that went on there. Um, so one hour and 50 minutes. That was fun because, you know, we played the section that we had played at PSX that we debuted at PSX with the right. bits guys and all. And then we got to play a bunch more. Um, well, and I got to play a lot of that when I was at PAX, when I stopped there before I flew back. And, mm -hmm. um, but I didn't, the, the second part that we played, I never got to see before. Mm-hmm. So that was really cool that we got to see some new stuff. Yeah. Yeah, we really... And we, and we joshed that game. Yeah. Holy we were trying shit. to. We well, just kept going everywhere. There, there were some areas, like, the, from, that, from that hub area, there were other things we could have done, but we left yeah. that to go off to somewhere. And out there, yeah, we were, we were checking out everything. Like, oh, what's over here? Oh, what's over <laughs> here? Oh, oh, what's over here? It was fun, though. It's, mm -hmm. it's a fun game. I'm, I can't wait to play that four-player. Yeah, I'm excited for that to come out. Hell yeah. Um, and then after that, I did an hour of kill strain. We both did, yeah. Well, you, you stayed on longer. Yeah. Um, but after an hour, I, I jumped out of that um, because a couple people were like, no, no, hey, if you do this and until dawn, <laughs> you know, if you start up, if you, because I had. Oh, that's right. You wanted to test something. I remember yeah, you saying, I, that, like, oh, I, I want to test, test the theory. Something. Yeah. Because they said, if if you. Do this on the last chapter and you leave the door open, then more of these things will happen and this person could possibly die. And I was like, all right, I'll try it. And the cool thing was when I jumped into it, it put me right there at the end. Right. So I didn't have to go through that full last chapter. It put me right there where I was walking into the house and I could leave the door open or close the door or whatever and see what would happen. Five minutes, 44 seconds didn't work i was like all right fuck it <laughs> Jeez. uh and then i did black ops 3 uh single player campaign right for an hour 41 wow uh then i jumped into disney infinity 2.0 right um because that was the one that somebody in the forums had asked to you know i'm, I'm one trophy away from platinum can somebody help me out and i said well let's do it it's four we'll get four people in there we'll do this he never came back onto the forums yeah, to respond so to weird. it he never, he never showed up nothing <laughs> yeah so he didn't make it back in I, so i thought well i'll go in there and just play it for a little bit 
and it's funny. I I did the whole Guardians of the Galaxy playset, and I was playing through that, and I was getting bored with it. Yeah, partly because Mason wasn't there, <laughs> and no. partly because it's the combat and everything is just not quite as fun in 2.0 as it is in 3.0. Right. They they made so many refinements to it that it's just so much better in 3.0. Um. 2.0 is fun when I'm playing with Mason because he keeps me engaged with it and he's always telling, go here, go here, do this, try this. And he's getting me to do things rather than me just sitting there and being like, all right, um, I'm a little bored with this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so then it's like, I don't know what time it is at that point, like two or three in the morning. And I decide to try the Talos principle. Yeah, which... Every time I looked over, it looked like you were doing the same thing. Yeah, it's it's good. It's actually a really good game. It's not a good game to play when you're 18 <laughs> hours into no sleep and your brain is a little bit mushy and and there's a lot of reading at times. There are these computer screens to read and it's very esoteric and it's very technical and and, you know, there's... It's clever in its own way, but when your brain is not quite all there, it's really hard to get into. Oh, yeah. Wrap your head around. Um, the funny thing is, everybody who was with me on the stream, nobody had seen it before. So it's our first uh-huh. experience all together. Um, <laughs> so we get in there, and I think at one point, Chaz got in, and he had reviewed it. And yeah. he said, do you want me to help? And I was like, don't say a word. He said, i got to figure this out on my own. And my brain hurts, so this will be fun. <laughs> so let's see what happens. And th- you have these projector things, and it's like a puzzle game in this gorgeous right. world. It's it's just beautiful, first-person type thing. Um, th- it's almost like a portal where there will be a gun up on the wall that has this sweeping arc that you have to stay out of or it will shoot you. Right. There are these uh, little uh, spheres that are wandering around the area that if they get into range of you, they will come after you and kill you. And they kill you instantly. There's like you have no chance to do anything. Um, but you have these projectors. And if you aim the projector at these things, you can kind of short them out. And, and But you have to keep the projector aimed at them right. the whole time. So the first time it showed me how to do it, the projector was essentially right next to or right on top of whatever it was I had to block out. That made me think in my semi-delusional state <laughs> that the projector always had to be almost right on top of the thing I had to block, whether it was a force field, whether it was the gun, the the other thing. So I couldn't do half the puzzles. I couldn't do any of the puzzles at that point because I couldn't get close enough to these things. Right. And I'm like, I don't get it. And everybody is like, well, try going over here. Try doing it like this. Try doing nobody. Everybody thought what I thought. (laughs) And finally, I, you know, I kept wandering to all these different places looking for different puzzles. I'm like, well, maybe this one's easier. Well, maybe this one's easier. And by accident, I figured out that I could be halfway across. I could be like a hundred yards away from the thing and point it and block it. And I went, oh, shit. All right. And at that point, suddenly it was like, boom, 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 boom. Suddenly it became real easy. 
nice. and I just blew through all these puzzles and got deeper into the game. And I was like, okay, all right, now this makes sense. Now it's not a nightmare that I thought it was. Um, so it's, it's cool. It's actually a lot of fun and I want to play it a lot more and get deeper into it when I'm a little more coherent too. Yeah. Um, so that's a really good game, actually a really good puzzle game. Nice. Um, then after that, yeah, I, it was 4 a.m. at that point, and I was a little loopy, and I decided to just do some more NHL 16. Right. I did that for another hour 44. Um, then I did Disney Infinity 3.0 for an hour mm. and was on Hoth pretty much the whole time, just messing around there. Uh, and that's when Colette showed up. Poor Colette. Um, because that was around six thirty, seven o'clock in the morning. Mm, yeah, around six actually, because it was right when I started my last game. Six, seven, yeah, actually it was six. Yeah, six to seven. Um, I played that, and she was watching that. We were having fun there, and then I was like, "All right, look, it's seven o'clock. I am going to do the platinum for Until Dawn." Yeah. Because I could probably get it done in an hour. You know, we ended eight. So let me see if I can do this because I know exactly what I need to do. I know I can go back to like chapter eight. I can start at chapter eight, kill everybody off and get it done. So at seven o'clock, I started, well, just after seven o'clock, I started it up, um, went back to chapter eight, went through the whole thing killed everybody off i'm like one down two down three down you know and i'm going through it and we hit eight o'clock and i still had like a half hour or so to go and you guys were like we're done we're dead and i was i had well, my second wind at that point Colette i was like fell right asleep awake. when she was sitting on the couch all of a yeah. sudden i see her head forward and her hair's down and everybody on the stream's like oh she's down <laughs> at that point i was i was going down like during nhl yeah um but once she showed up, I was up. I was I was ready to go, which was why I was like, "All right, I'm going to do one till dawn." <sighs> um, so, eight thirty one a.m. I got it. I hit the end. I got my platinum. It was exciting. Huzzah! Everybody Huzzah. who was there was congratulations. Yeah, everybody who was there was happy. I thought, you know, it would be fun. I, at that point, I was like, it, it would be fun to just do it and get it done and have it done during Extra Life. And yeah. that'd be kind of neat. Uh, so I did it. The funny thing is, I mean, you were upstairs. You had gone to bed. Oh, I was then. asleep by then. I was up till 10, 10, what 15. Fuck, yeah. man. Well, I was wide awake at that point. Oh, my at God. At that point, I was completely wide awake. I'm like... I couldn't fall asleep if I tried. <laughs> well, I mean, that's happened to me before, too, when, when we did it at Mark's that one year, when, like, the marquee was down, and we had all the people at their place. Um, that's when we started on Friday night, after we had worked all day, mm. and we did the whole 24 hours, and we were all, like, overtired and jazzed up. We ended up watching uh, the G.I. Joe movie on Blu-ray, and that's when everybody started, like, right at the end, everybody started kind of falling off. Yeah. But I don't know what it was, because usually I get through this pretty easily. But the last, I'd say, two or three hours, I didn't even want to talk. Like, hmm. I was so tired. Yeah. And I don't know if it's just because my back is still kind of wonky and <clears throat> makes me feel tired, just like no energy or whatever. I don't know what it was, but I was watching. I was trying to get through some of the, the you know, the, the 
the 24-hour Twitch chunk that I have that I have to split up for YouTube is on the end, and I'm watching me play Battlefield 4, and I'm actually like running or walking, and all of a sudden my guy just stops <laughs> because I nodded <laughs> off for like 10, 15 seconds, I and know. I kept doing it. I know that my NHL 16 at 4 a.m., that was going on. I'm sure of it. Oh, my gosh. I'm sure of it. Um, where I was missing face-offs and things like that. I was like, oh, what? Oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I'm when I, I, I... Since I was up, I was like, I finished that at 8.30. I'm like, well, I might as well, like, put some stuff away and, you know, oh get some of these cables out of the way. And I was just up. And I, I had something. I had some breakfast. I was like, I might as well eat because I'm really hungry. Jeez. And I'll just have breakfast now. And I did that. I watched something and then I went upstairs and then I was out like at 10, yeah. 10, 15, I was out. Um, and then I got up at four or so, drove to Brooklyn, picked them up, brought them back. And I was okay. But the past two nights, oh. right around eight thirty, nine o'clock, I yep. just, I start to just doze off and I cannot keep my eyes awake and both nights at at like nine o'clock i'm like mason it's time for bed i was like i gotta go to bed i can't do this (laughs) well that's the weird thing like like i said i I took that nap i don't know how long i was out probably like an hour or two when when you you were going to brooklyn but i fully planned on stopping in pennsylvania somewhere and sleeping and i'm driving and i'm driving and i'm driving i'm like i feel fine and then i actually felt fine when i hit ohio but I knew that the sun was going to come up and I have a really hard time sleeping when the sun's out. And I said, I just, I, I got to take a couple hours. And that's what I did. I just parked at one of their, their oasis is there and, and passed out for a couple hours. And yeah, it was, and the funny thing is like, so when you're on the, if you're in Europe, it's like a payage, you know, a toll road. Um, and they had these in Europe too, where they have like these service centers or whatever, where you can't exit the highway because you're on a toll road, so they have these service centers instead. Now, the ones in Europe that we went to were almost like a little mall. It was insane. But the ones here, like in Ohio and Indiana, are, you know, they have a couple of restaurants, like usually McDonald's, unfortunately, mm-hmm. uh, but then they have like a Starbucks or uh, a Gloria Jean's coffee or whatever and, and something else. So number one, the place I was at had a Cinnabon. Now, it's not the healthiest thing in the world, but I could have eaten a Cinnabon. It wasn't fucking open. <laughs> a cinnamon roll place wasn't open in the morning. So then I go to Starbucks and I get, I hate Starbucks by the way, but it's the only thing I really had if I wanted to get coffee. So I stopped there to get a latte. I don't think they put any espresso in there. I saw it. I saw a little brown in there, but it was pretty much just like I was drinking steamed milk. Like, you know, this is what I really need to stay awake when I'm driving 14 hours. Warm milk. That's, that's just perfect. <clears throat> and then I got a Gloria jeans and it was terrible. So I was not having a good, a good coffee experience on the, ba- on the ride back, but um, no, it was great. I, you know, uh, the games I played, we, we had such a blast. We, you know, we, I had a great group of people on playing with me uh, the whole time, and we, we had just some epic, epic fights in The Last of Us Remastered, which is funny because we don't really play it that much, and I don't know why, because we all love it. We just never play it. And the control scheme in those games are so different than a lot of the other ones. We're all like, oh, man, this is going to be terrible. I don't know what it was, but I was, like, on that night in that game. There was one point, and I'm so glad I got this on video. And it wasn't who it was. It was just how I pulled it off. But we're in this one, and I didn't realize that there was somebody in the building. I was outside. 
and I was going to climb in the window because I, a couple of my teammates were kind of being held down. And I'm like, I'll sneak up behind him and I'll take him out. <clears throat> so I jump in the window and all of a sudden somebody starts shooting at me from the left side. I'm like, shit, shit, shit. So I run. And I didn't realize but it was Dave like shooting at everybody. I came up behind Dave and in one fell swoop, get him in the throat with a knife, take him down, and then run off by my guys. <laughs> I was like a ninja. It was the best kill all day. <laughs> but no, it was it was really cool. I mean, it was, you know, I, I had such a great support system on the stream the whole time, and everybody keep me company. Everybody on the party, I always had someone to play with, you know, and, and it was great. So. Uh, yeah, that was it was a it was a tough. This was for me the toughest one to get through. Uh, I don't know what it was, but it was really tough. So very happy that everybody was there to help. Uh, we didn't play a couple of the games just because you and I played Fat Princess instead of something else. You know, we just moved stuff around, so I never got any Street Fighter Four because, quite frankly, by that time I wasn't ready to play it. We played. We tried to play some GTA Five online, and it worked, but there was just. Like, we really didn't have any focus at, at the time. And then all of a sudden, it was funny because, like, Roger Cannon connects up and he goes, Are you going to play GTA 5? I'm like, I don't know if we have enough to play it. And, like, he just dis- disconnects and leaves. I'm like, I didn't say we weren't playing it. I just said I didn't know if we had enough. Yeah, I heard you saying that. And yeah. I was thinking to myself, Well, I'll join in. But I was, I, I forget what I was in the middle of doing at that point. But I was waiting to see if you guys were going to do it. And I was just going to jump in. It was so weird. Like, he just bolted so then we tried to do a heist well you did go in yeah yeah we tried to do a heist and they're really strict like if you get killed twice the everybody fails so if there's two kill two people killed in the entire team you're done Mm -hmm. well for fuck's sake i mean i'm on like 20 hours of no sleep and I was tired, and I wasn't the only one. A couple other people were kind of screwing up a lot, too. And it's not easy. It's not easy at all. I mean, you're trying to take out all these guys at this airfield, and these other guys are driving in the whole time, and I mean, it was it was nuts. So we kept failing, and I'm like, all right, I can't, I can't do this anymore. I just I can't. I can't even focus right now. So we quit. Uh, went on, I think, to play... I mean, we had a good time in Killzone, too. We played Killzone for over two hours. Um, but what did I go on to play? I know I think we played Rocket League again. <laughs> I know we played Rocket League three times total, uh, but I lost track because we I ended it with Battlefield Four, which, like I said, you can see it in the video. I'll, I'll get the rest of them up this week sometime, but you can see it. Like all of a sudden, I'll be running and my guy will just stop, <laughs> stop right in the middle of the battle. <laughs> so, um. Well, let's go really quick through the numbers. Uh, so right now, and so the thing is, uh, the the raffle cutoff was supposed to be this Friday uh, to get your donations in. I'm really busy this week uh, with work, and I've got to go home for the weekend and all kinds of stuff. So we're going to extend that out for another week. Uh, so if you if you want to get in on the raffle, you have another week to get your donations in. Uh, so instead of uh, the cutoff being Friday the 13th uh, this this month, it's uh, Friday the 20th, November 20th at 5 p.m. Central Time. Uh, I did email all of our team members as well, so if anybody uh, on the team is getting donations, that also extends out to those people as well. Uh, I do not see a way, because I was going to send Josh the list so we could go through the donors, I do not see a way right now to export the list. So we're going to wait until next week to read off all the donors, uh, just in case we get some more donations anyway. Uh, but yeah, they they don't have it in there. So I, I'm probably going to email somebody this week and say what the hell's going on. And 
because all of our team members need to be able to get that info. So I don't know if I'll be able to get all that from them or what. So PS Nation team members, I will be sending you an email with instructions on how to get me the names, uh, amounts, all that stuff at some point, probably early next week. So just uh, hold tight. I did send everybody an email today telling them that as well. So I know one person sent it over, but uh, we're going to wait. So if you want to get in on the raffle, you have until next Friday the 20th at uh, 5 p.m. Central to throw in a donation. All the regular rules apply. Please read the instructions. We did have a few people email me and say, oh, I forgot to put my email address in. So the problem is it's really hard for me to track that. And there is a possibility that that'll get missed when I'm doing all this. So just forewarning everybody. Um, it's not intentional, but it could happen. <clears throat> so uh, PS Nation, Josh and I, we raised so far. Our goal was set at $16,000. We raised $10,450. Uh, that's around, I think, what is it, 75% of our goal? Uh, the team went off. And the go- the goal for the team, why isn't this coming up now? The goal was twenty thousand. Our team so far has raised twenty three thousand eight hundred sixty four. So pretty awesome. So last year, Josh and I raised sixteen thousand some. Uh, so we didn't hit that uh, this year. But the team last year, the goal they crushed their goal last year. I think they raised twenty six thousand nine hundred something. So they're at twenty three thousand eight sixty four right now, which is not bad at all. So. Kudos to our team. You guys kicked a lot of ass. Yeah. A lot of ass. And there is still time. Definitely. Definitely. For us to hit that goal, people. Yeah. It'd be nice. Yeah. I got a little I got a little depressed. But I mean we still did a great job. And it, you know, thank you to everybody that, that helped out, that that donated, that helped us on the stream, that kept us company, that played with us, that you know, reached out about whatever. Um you know, just such a such a great community, and and uh, very very proud to be a part of it. So we did a lot of good this year, guys. And oh, and and prizes. You know, we went through the prizes last week, but a couple more things were added at the last minute. Uh, we got a bunch of copies of that Zonic uh, game that we talked about earlier, uh, including this really kick ass special edition. So uh, yeah, the, the the dev team threw those in at the actually. I think it was like the night before we got started. So uh, they're, they're on the main list. We just didn't get to talk about it on the podcast. Uh, there is still a possibility that something else will get added to it uh, by the end of the week as well. So I don't want to say what it is yet because I don't know, but there is a possibility we'll have another prize or two added. Um, but thank you so much to everybody, all the companies out there that, uh, that donated prizes. Uh, PM Studios with uh, all those copies of Super Beat Zonic. Um, Calypso Media which threw in like Tropical Five, Grand Ages, Medieval, Air Conflicts, Nighthawk Interactive, uh, Ripstone, Psionics, uh, Sandy, Sony San Diego Studios, which threw, threw in a bunch of stuff, Disney Interactive, Nyko Technologies, Zen Studios, as always, uh, Sony Computer Entertainment of America, who, oh my God, uh, that Destiny bundle is awesome. I kind of wish I could win that. Uh, Activision, Steel Series, Flaming Toast, Young Horses with those Octodad plushies, uh, Naughty Dog throwing us a bunch of stuff as usual. Uh, those Naughty Dog is so consistently supportive of us every year, and, and we can't thank them enough. Uh, Digital Extremes with this freaking awesome Warframe stuff, uh, including that uh, that signed Rhino Limited Edition collector statue. That thing is badass. Um, Sumo Lounge for throwing in one of the Sumo, Sumo Omni chairs. Uh, Avermedia, who not only 
threw one of these in for uh, uh, one of the live gamer extremes in as a prize, but you know sent us the devices for the streaming this year. Uh, Blue for the Blue Yeti microphone, Harmonics for the copy of Rock Band Four, the Band in a Box edition, uh, Activision with the six copies of Guitar Hero for God's sake, uh, Logitech with the G twenty nine racing wheel and the, uh, the the mouse pad, and uh, yeah, so just all around awesome prize pack we got this year and uh thank you to everybody i mean that kill strain painting is amazing i really want that for myself uh so a lot of cool stuff you still have a chance to get in the on the uh on the on the raffle and we did have quite a few donations since we stopped so we uh we we got to crack ten thousand at least so we're at i think ten thousand four hundred fifty right now so yeah i guess that's all i have to say I don't know. It was a long week. Mm. And thanks to Colette and Nicole for all their support from uh, from the hospital and bringing over the treats. And Nicole with that awesome mac and cheese. Holy shit, that was good. Um, but yeah, it was very, very cool weekend. Yep. So. All right. Uh, are we going to do some emails? We have email? We have emails. Oh, my God. Yes, we do. You take one and one A. I have to take one and one A? Yes. Okay. <clears throat> so, yeah. Uh, oh, this guy's using the wrong one. Uh, all right. This first one is from Chris Vosh, I believe That's it is. That's what I figured. That's why I put this up here. Uh, it says, to whom make it may concern. I'm trying to install a two terabyte hard drive on my PS4 using the steps you've given. Unfortunately, I hit a snag. Every time I install the latest firmware for my flash drive, I get a message saying the update file cannot be used. Connect a USB storage device that contains an update file for the reinstallation. Blah, 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 blah. He says, I've checked the spelling for the file several times, and I made sure that I downloaded the version 3.11 today. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so there's two things that you're missing, Mr. Vosh. First off, when you download the file, do not download it directly from the website to the flash drive. Don't download it to your hard drive on your PC or Mac first, then copy it to the flash drive. Common mistake. Second, actually, there's three things now. Second, make sure that you have the folder structure set up correctly where you have PS4 and then update and that everything is in capital letters. That's a, that's a common mistake. Number three, you, you're probably grabbing the wrong uh, uh, firmware file. So there's two firmware files out there. One is the standard firmware that you get through your automatic updates on your PS4. The other one is specifically made for hard drive installations. It's a bigger file. It's usually about double the size. And uh, if you follow the links on the web page, it should take you to the correct location. Or you can just do a Google search for PS4, PS4 firmware hard drive install, and it'll take you to the correct link. But that's most likely the problem is that you have the wrong firmware. So there you go. That's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and 1A? Oh, I'll do it now? Okay. So, well, it's another... <clears throat> okay. This is from Patrick, and he says, Hi, I was looking at your YouTube video on upgrading the PS4 to 2 terabytes. I was just wondering, i buy the external hard drive, open it up, then put the external in the PS4. So, yes and no. You don't put... So... You buy the external because they're usually cheaper than buying an internal drive for whatever reason, even though they're the same exact drive. What you have to do is take it out of the plastic case that that the the drive is in. You take that drive and replace the one that's in your PS4 with the drive out of the external case. So, yes. Um, oh, I always love this. They always send a link. Uh, Seagate Backup Plus, 2 terabyte with 200 gig of clouds. Yeah. That drive will definitely work uh, that you emailed, Patrick. 
I don't know an easier way to get that across on a podcast. Uh, when it's in, does it stay in? Uh, you wanted to replace it again? Yeah, uh, two terabytes should be more than sufficient. Um, and he says, so I only need the external hard drive, a USB for my save data. Do I need anything else? Well, the USB is not just for your save data, and you can put the save data up to your, your cloud. Uh, the USB is so that you can put the new firmware on there, and you do have to do the firmware. Um, because it doesn't save on the system like it used to on the original PS3s. So follow the video, seriously. The web the web page we have up there has step-by-step-by-step instructions. Um, but that should be all you need, yes. So there you go. Okay. Uh, next email. Uh, this is from Robert Marconi. Marconi? Um, okay. He says... Uh, Hey guys, uh, I love the podcast and I've been listening since episode 100. Oof. I'm sorry. Uh, I was listening to the latest episode on Stitcher, Sonos, and I can't understand why you didn't mention the fact that Destiny will lock you out for a DLC you bought if you don't buy the new one. No, it doesn't. I did buy Destiny and the season pass, two DLCs, but because I didn't by the take my money king uh, I am not locked wait I, I can't quite understand 0% of the game yeah this is so, I think well, he's basically saying that he can't get to uh, the first two DLCs but that's wrong you can you can definitely get to that stuff um, three miserable crucible and horrible strikes uh, and there is no progress all my bounties go to waste oh yeah definitely I don't know any game that locks you out of the DLC you bought if you don't buy the latest one. Thanks, and giving Destiny my money is a waste of time. Is a waste, but my... Time is a crime? Time is a crime. Okay. That doesn't make any sense either. Well, um, no, I, I, I thought I brought that up quite a bit when Dave was talking about that stuff. Uh, the fact that the game literally does leave players behind if they don't get the Taken King. Mm-hmm. Uh, they can still do the the bounties. They can still do uh, the two uh, uh, raids. They can still do the strikes, et cetera, et cetera, that were with those first two DLC packs. But those first two D- DLC packs were not very significant. And if you don't get the Taken King, you can't get past a certain level anymore. You know, you're stuck at that level uh, because now it's all light-based and everything else. So it does. The game completely leaves you behind if you don't get it. And you're stuck just going through the same grind that you were grinding through before the Taken King even came out. But you can't raise your level. You're capped. So it definitely does that, and I, I thought I was pretty adamant about that when I was talking about it last week with Dave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry you feel that way, but uh, I thought I was very open about that. Yeah. Because it kind of bothers me. Yeah. So, yeah. all right. Uh, next email is from Patrick. Uh, Arctic Soldier. Uh, Arctic Soldier. Who, well, he was on the stream, and actually mm-hmm. he was on my stream a lot, and we were talking on my stream a lot. Um, I kept calling him Sergeant Hulka. <laughs> um, so you're saying that he's a big toe? Well, no, because he was Arctic Soldier, and then right. I realized, you know, because he added me as a friend and I mentioned it again. And then I realized as I told him, go watch the movie stripes with Bill Murray. Right. And right after I sent that, I was like, wait a second. It wasn't Sergeant Hulka that got sent to the, and 
I was like, that wasn't it was, sent to what? That wasn't sent to the Arctic. No, that was John Larroquette. It was John Larroquette. It was Captain Stillman. So I, I quickly sent that to him. I was like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> it wasn't Sergeant Hulk. It's John Larroquette's Captain Stillman. Go watch it again because it's been so long since I've seen that. But yeah. it just it dawned on me that that's what it was. So every time I saw his name there, that's all I could think of was Stripes <laughs> and and that that uh, shot of the newspaper, which uh, you know, Arctic Base welcomes new commander. <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it just killed me. Um, so all right, so he sent an email. Said hi guys. Uh, I hope all is well with you for you and wishes you for the best of luck this extra life weekend. Um, so this was sent uh, last Thursday, actually. Yes, yes. Uh, I tried to join the join the forums, but never got a confirmation email. Blah blah blah. I fixed that for you tonight, so oh, okay, you're all good. good. Um, I'll probably send an email back to him, just telling him anyway. Um, but and for another question. I'm going to buy some headphones for my PS4, no need for being wireless, and I was thinking of asking you guys for advice. I live in Gothenburg, Sweden, so at the moment, I'm not sure what's really available well, here. <laughs> how am I going to give him options? I don't know what's there either. But he some has options no- would be great. better knowledge than I do. But I, I say we just give him some options for what's available, and if those happen to be there, then he can go with them. If not... You know. uh, um, but before we get there, thanks and looking forward to that 1,000th episode, yo. Yeah. <laughs> you keep waiting for that. Uh, wireless, he said, you don't need wireless? No need for being wireless. No need um, for being wireless. I would say try to get the Logitech G29s, or uh, uh, the, the, the six... What the hell are these? Ones I just reviewed on the website. Uh, they're wired USB and they're really good. So if you're close enough to connect USB, uh, I would say the Logitech are awesome. Uh, other than that, uh, the ones I'm using right now and the one I, I've actually been using these more than the uh, the Logitechs lately are the Polk Striker, uh, the ones I need to write the review for, but I reviewed them on the podcast a couple weeks ago. Uh, the Striker P ones, uh, these things are awesome. They're just they're just great. Uh, I I love the feel. I love the quality. Uh, I think they're fantastic. Uh, since you're in Europe, you might even want to look into those in-ear things that Sony are releasing. If you just want to connect to the controller, uh, I, they're probably pretty good, I would assume. Uh, or you can go... I mean, the Steel Series are good. They're just... They're not... The, yeah, Steel Series, uh, what are they? The Siberias. They're good. I think the mic's a little lacking, but they're good. I think overall, if I was going to choose one, I'd probably go with the Polk Strikers. All right. Yeah. And they should be available over there, I would assume. I don't know. Or, I mean, where is he? Norway? Sweden. Sweden? I mean, they might have some brand called, like, Vergenbergenbergenbergen. I don't know. Sorry, I had to. I know it's offensive, but I had to. It's just the way I am. I grew up on that. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, be better than me now, Josh. Be better than me. Okay. Yeah. All right. Are we done? Sure. You know, I think there was something I was supposed to mention, and I can't think of what the hell it is. I think somebody want us, wanted us to mention something. God mm. darn it. I can't think of what it is. Well, we'll do it next week. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, PSX. Oh, yeah. So we're going to be there. We're going to PSX. 
And I kind of had a brainstorm today that if we can get enough uh, interest, maybe do like maybe a live podcast recording at like a bar restaurant or something that's close to the Moscone on Friday night. And I was, th- and this place, the, the name of this place, it, it's an awesome place. I've been there a few times, but the name of it, because it's in San Francisco, just kills me every time I say it. Uh, but there's this really great place. It's a microbrewer. They have good food and they have a banquet area, like a closed off room that we could rent or something. The place is called the Thirsty Bear. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, but it's great. So if there's enough interest, I would like to look into this. Obviously, we're kind of on a time constraint because PSX is only about three weeks away. Um, three and a half. So I did create a thread on the forums today. Go to the special events section. You'll see PlayStation Experience right there. If you are interested, if you're going to attend and you're interested in maybe coming out, sit with us, maybe even talk on the podcast with us a little bit uh, at the Thirsty Bear, which I'm hoping we can get. I just have to check, but I don't want to go too far until we find out we have enough people. Um, if you're interested, please let us know so that we can get kind of at least a decent head count and uh, we can plan this thing. Uh, because, you know, if we did a podcast over at the Moscone, you all wouldn't be able to drink booze and beer. Just saying. So, and they have really good beer at this place. I've uh, been there a few times. So, if you're interested, please go to the forums, psnation.com slash forums. Go to the special events section and just let us know. Just say, hey, I'd, you know, I want to come or we'll have three people or whatever. Uh, if we get enough interest, I'd, I'd really like to do that. I think it'd be fun. And I never even checked with Josh. I'm just making him do it. All right, then. <laughs> I figured you'd be okay with it since we did the E3 thing. Well, I'm not. All right. So there yeah. you have it. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Good. So I'll be up. I'll be up doing it alone. While Good. Josh is trying to find the other thirsty bear. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so, but seriously, please let us know. We are going to be there. We confirmed all of our travel and everything today. We'll definitely be at PSX. So, uh, yeah, it should be a good time. See all the cool announcements. All right, let's get the hell out of here. You got anything else, Josh? Hmm. Oh. Well, yeah, I played <laughs> Lego Dimensions. <laughs> oh yeah. Um. So I've been playing it for a little while. Uh, my first, my initial, most well, important the, thing. It's got that full Lego experience. Well, yeah. <laughs> but we knew it. We knew you had to build the thing right out right off the bat, but I had no idea how tiny 90% of the pieces were and how yeah. involved and detailed it actually was. Um so that's really not a good thing to try to build with a 3-year-old. Um because the 3-year-old wants to help a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And the pieces are really freaking small. Yeah. And and I'm building it on the couch, which is a bad thing because oh, every time he leans on the couch, then the pieces all roll towards the <laughs> roll towards the gap that he just created by leaning on the one cushion on the couch and I'm like, "Ah!" <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it was just it was a little chaotic trying to build it. And then we had gotten him these uh this big box of duplo 
Legos because we're trying to decide. We're trying to decide whether to get them the regular size Legos or the Duplos. Right. Because when I go pick him up at daycare, he's playing with both. Some days he's playing with the Duplos. Some some days he's playing with the regular size Legos. He can build with the regular Legos, but he still has problems like snapping them together sometimes. And um, I said, you know what? Let's just get him the bigger ones because I know he can go crazy with those and he'll do everything he wants to do. And at some point, you know, we'll move him on to the other ones and then Zoe can play with these. Yeah. Um, so they were a Christmas present and they've been ah. hidden away. Um, but my wife saw what was happening and she goes, um, she, she mouths to me, do you want to get the, do you want to get the other blocks? And I was like, <laughs> I looked at her and I was like, uh, yes. <laughs> so I ran up and I got him. I was like, Hey, look what I got for you. He was like, oh, and his eyes lit up and he was all super excited. And he was into that. So the two of them sat there doing that while I slaved over getting this whole thing together. <laughs> um, and I was just blown away by how detailed it was. Now, the funny thing is it said, you know, build the characters and then start the game. And I'm like, Oh, they're going to make you build it in the game. And they do. Well, they had the instructions. They take you through it on the screen. Remember? Yeah. But yeah. I didn't think they were going to make you build the whole portal in the game. Oh, which okay. They did. And I'm like, skip, 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 play, done it, done it, done it, done it, skip, skip, skip. So I'm trying oh, to skip through the entire instruction set because I knew, like, when I read that, I'm like, well, wait a second. I can't start the game and have Mason all excited to start the game. And then, okay, now let's stop for 20 minutes while I build this thing. <laughs> Daddy's got to build this little intricate yeah, like, that's, thing. That's not going to work with a three year old. So. So we played it, uh, and of course, he, he immediately he wanted to play the Wizard of Oz level again of and course. again and again because it's got a witch, and she's scary, and it's kind of neat. and um, So he was enjoying that, but then you get to the next part where you have to build the Batmobile, and I'm like, oh, fuck. Because <laughs> <laughs> with him... He wants to help, and that's great. I love that he wants to help, but these there's so many small pieces. Even with the Batmobile, there were so many freaking pieces oh, yeah. to it. So many small pieces. Um, but I got that built. You know, we got on to the next level, which was The Simpsons, um, which was funny because he knew The Simpsons. He knows Homer Simpson. He knows them all and everything. Sure. So he thought that was kind of neat. Um but so far, I mean, it's been a very disjointed kind of a playthrough so far, partly because of having him there and partly because of building these things with him there. Um, it's tough to gauge right now whether sure. I like it or whether it feels like it's just, like with other Lego games, you know, you're immersed in the world and you live and play in that world. And this one, it's like, here, we're going to dabble in this for about 10, 15 minutes. And then we're going to yeah. dabble in this one for about 10, 15 minutes. And I'm not sure how I feel about that yet. You yeah. Know? Yeah. I need to play a little bit deeper into it and get, get a better feel for it and understand whether this is awesome or whether it's something that's just, I, it's just not working for me. I don't know yet. So, it's it's a little surprising because this was the one I was like, oh my gosh, you know, and they, 
I can just print money with this thing. And oh, yeah. with the cost of all these play sets and, you know, Doctor Who and The Simpsons and Scooby-Doo Jeez. and Back to the Future and Jurassic Park. And, you know, you're laying all these million to billion dollar franchises on top of this thing. Yeah. It just looks like it could be hours and hours of endless fun. Sure. I have to get there. I and a lot see. of money. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, but I just have to see how how it's all going to fall into place. I mean, I know because once you get back to this hub world, you go upstairs and up there, apparently you can go into all those play sets and live and play in those play sets. Or you go back down and you continue with the story, which jumps to you know place to place to place. So I need to kind of get a handle on that and sure. kind of get a feel for what the story is, how big the story is, whether the story is just kind of a superfluous thing thrown on top of it to facilitate, go buy all these other play sets to play in them, you know? Yeah. Um, but I'm not there yet. I'm, I've barely scratched the surface in the game. Uh, I'm going to try to play some of it with him not around. (laughs) (laughs) Um, just so I can get a handle on it and then we can, you know, go back to any level and, and do any of the other stuff anytime we want. So, um, yeah, we'll see. Um, but right now it's, it's a little iffy. I'm, I'm kind of, I'm not sure yet, uh, where we, where we kind of stand on it. So, all right. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. So, well, I haven't played anything else. I've just been playing a lot of, Call of Duty to try to get through it in some Rocket League. So. Yeah. Duty. Duty. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get the hell out of here. Uh, short short show this week, but it usually is after after Extra Life. Uh, next week, we'll be right back on schedule, and uh, I'll talk some more PSX, I'm sure, and hopefully I'll have the uh, full review for Black Ops 3 done, and we'll, uh, we'll start moving forward <laughs> and uh, get ready for the raffle after next week. The yeah. big bad raffle. Yeah. All right. Well, again, thank you for letting me make a less of a mess in your house than usual. <laughs> you had to be happier about that. Yeah. There wasn't really anything in the way. Yeah, it was it was fine. I mean, it was just... And the, the Blue Yeti microphone worked amazingly well. Yeah. So that was really nice to, to have there. So, yeah. Uh... Very fun time, and uh, again, thank you to everybody for all your help, uh, from donations to playing online with us, to partying up, to chat, everything uh, really helped out. So uh, until next week, get out there, play some games. Have a great one. We will talk to you very soon. (laughs) That'll be soon. Bye. (laughs) Oh, yeah, my 12-year-old daughter, the... I'm at the mall with her, and she's like, Dad, I need a bra. I said, you know, honey, that's something you should do with your mom. Mom won't get me one. Well, that should have been a tip-off that Dad shouldn't get you one either. <laughs> but I want to be a cool dad, and she said she's the only kid in her class that doesn't have a bra. And so I take her to Gap Kids, and they have bras for kids there, but they're not real bras. They're like sports bras, you know. They're not that sexy Victoria's Secret shit like my uncle wears. And... and uh, <laughs> 
And they only come in white and black, so I get her like four of each, and we go home, and she tells on me right away. I mean, so what did you and your dad do on your special day together? Dad took me bra shopping, and she's like, you did what? I said, no, I didn't take her bra shopping. We were at the mall, and she said she needed a bra. It wasn't like I was like, hey, want to get a bra? I mean... (laughs) And she's like, you bought her a black bra? Black bra? Robert, what are you thinking? She's only 12 years old. Black bra. Great. What next? You want her blowing kids out in the playground? Well, obviously she didn't get that from you. So, you don't know her. She wouldn't suck my dick if it was an oxygen mask and we were on the Titanic. She would jump overboard and go, see you kids up in heaven. Wow, that's great. Salt water you'll swallow. So... She won't do it. It's like, come on, honey. And she goes, oh, God, you pee out of there. Yeah. What do you think comes out of you? Cream brulee? <laughs> it's scary having a 12-year-old daughter that needs a bra. That means puberty's here. And I went through this shit once before with my older daughter. I was so scared with my older daughter that I actually put her in parochial school from ninth grade through 12th grade, all girls, no boys, uniforms, no dating, no dances, just studying. And that was a really radical thing to do to her because we're Jewish. And we are, but I was willing to accept Christ as my personal savior if her hymen would stay intact until graduation day. What they don't tell you when you sign your daughter up at the all-girls school is that right across the street from the all-girls school is the cock factory outlet (laughs) posing as an all-boys school. And they get sex ed, but it's not real sex ed. It's AIDS ed and pregnancy ed. It's nothing about sex. I had the same shit when I was her age. You know, the guys went in one room, the girls went in the other. The girls got a little gift package, you know, and the guys had to watch a video with a, like a syphilis blister on a dick or something. (laughs) You did. Like, that's supposed to discourage you. In the meantime, I was looking at it going, well, you know, he got laid for real. You don't get that kind of sore from jacking off. And they should have real sex ed. They really should. Because sex is very important. It's important to your relationship. And and I think that marriages fall apart in the bedroom when the sex goes bad. And no one teaches you how to be good. And it doesn't come naturally. The only thing that comes naturally is a guy. Touch his dick and he'll come naturally. But everything else, you got to know what the fuck you're doing. And no one teaches you. And girls make a big mistake. And I'll tell you what it is. You're compassionate and sensitive. And girls, you know, you, you know that every guy has a hang-up about penis size and making you happy in bed. So the very first time a guy ever makes love, you're going to tell him how great it was. Even if it was shitty, because you don't want to hurt his feelings. But you don't know how we think. You say, I came and it was great. And we're thinking, i got to remember what I did, because this is how I'm going to do it every night. I lucked out. I made her come the very first time. And no one knows. And you don't know how to do it. I mean, you know, it's... uh, uh, You know, I I remember the first time I touched a vagina. I mean, I, I, I knew I could stick the finger in there, but... But my sister told me that there was some place on the outside that was the real deal. If you wanted to make a girl happy, you got to find that thing on the outside. 
And I do mean someplace, because it would be easier for me to find Bin Laden than this fucking thing. And, you know, guys, just like guys don't like to ask for directions, you're not going to tell the girl you don't know where that is either. So I'm not going to tell the girl I don't know where it is. So here was my plan. I'm just going to rub the whole area, knowing eventually I'll get to it. My hand will be like a metal detector, and I'll just wait for some kind of signal. And as soon as I know I'm there, I'll hone in on that area, you know, until I'm like... Did you come? Yeah, didn't you see the smoke? That's not toast burning, Bob. That's my pubic bone. Did I come? Yes, I came to my senses. You're an asshole. Get out of here. I'm 17 and you erased my clit, you dumb motherfucker. Thank you very much. You fingered me down to the box spring. I thought I felt the draft as a vent in my vagina. Well, no one teaches it. Once I was in bed with my wife, we were done. I said, did you come? And she said, yeah, I came on the outside. Well, I came on the outside too. Yeah, well, I can come on the inside and I can come on the outside. Yeah, well, why don't you go outside and come? And when you're done, come inside and we can watch a little television. Once we were in bed and she was really frustrated, she sat up and said, okay, Robert, would you like me to show you where it is? And I said, what? She said, you know, the man in the boat. What the fuck are you talking about? The man in the boat. Haven't you ever heard of the man in the boat? Yeah, isn't that a Hemingway book? No. My clit is the man. Your clit is the man? That's what's been keeping the black people down this whole time? No. My clit is the man and the slit is the boat. The man in the boat. Now, this is very important, honey. The man in the boat, we never rub him directly on the top of his head. Because he gets very sensitive on the top of his head. You wouldn't like it if I sucked your dick after you came, would you? Yeah. Let me be the judge of that. You don't suck it before I come, so what the fuck are you talking about? Don't rub him directly on the top of his head. If you want to tease the man in the boat, you tease him by rocking the boat. Yeah, you know what? You have my permission to fuck somebody else. Because I'm lost at sea.
Don't you want to make it better? Yeah, I want to make it better, but the man in the boat, I can't even believe you said that. <laughs> no guy could talk like that to his wife. Hey, honey, why don't you bring that boat of a pussy over here, huh? Jeez, that's some fucking boat, I gotta tell you. You know, the girl I used to go out with, she had like a dinghy. This is uh, like an aircraft carrier, this fucking thing. You could land like nine jets on this. Why are you crying? Hey, I'm the one that's got to swab the deck, so shut the fuck up. She said, how come you never look for my G-spot? No, I'm going to, right after I find the Loch Ness Monster. There's no G-spot. She goes, there is. I can tell you how to find it. You stick your finger inside of me, and just when you get past the pubic bone, you're going to feel this fleshy area. As opposed to what? The electric fence surrounding it? Isn't it all flesh in there, or what? Fleshy area. Oh, yeah, honey, suck my dick down to the cork. And uh, if you're going to kiss my balls, try not to drool on the circuit breaker, because it's a real hassle when my asshole shorts out. I mean, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm not going to be able to find your G-spot, so forget it. She goes, oh, you'll know when you find it, because it's going to feel like I'm peeing in your hand. Yeah, let's save that for another time. Like when I'm wearing a glove. Maybe that's why they call it the G-spot, because you're going, gee, you peed in my hand. She said, I know how to make it better for you. Just when you're ready to come, if I jam my finger up your ass. Yeah, I don't like the word jam. Jam sounds like it's not going in easy. I jam my finger up your ass and your sphincter muscle will spasm on my knuckle and when you come, yeah, aren't you the mother of my children? Because I got a surprise for you. That don't sound like mommy talk. And I don't want your finger up my ass. You make me breakfast in the morning. Here's your toast. Yeah, I'm on a no-carb diet. I don't need no carbs. 